Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordo's Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained last week an executive carried cross called out samoa joe hey joe you quit your job reactivate me as a part of the active roster samoa joe versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship at TakeOver 36. So tell me something, Joe. Who provoked who? And tonight, NXT UK's Ilya Dragunov travels to the CWC in preparation for his NXT UK Championship rematch with Walter at TakeOver 36. I'm ready for this. I was born with this. You will not keep me down. And brothers turn bitter enemies are set to meet once again. Can Mr. Rico maintain control between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly as they come face to face? Floss, Raquel Gonzalez returns to NXT looking for vengeance after a shocking betrayal. You didn't even see it coming. I brought you into this world, and now I take you out of it. How will the NXT Women's Champion respond to Dakota Kai? The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.
Next Level Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or good night. Maybe you're listening to this as you're laying down at your bed, staring at your your, your cell phone, your smartphone, your iPhone, your your uh, Samsung phone, whatever the hell you have. Uh, maybe you maybe you have a, a prepaid phone. Maybe you have a flip phone. Well, I, I don't think you can watch any video on this. If you don't know who I am, ladies and gentlemen, I am the reporter of the people, the man with the plan. Big Ray here to stay to talk some Lucha Libre. That's uh, your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our debut here on the Realm Network. How you guys doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna break down who I am a little more, and 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 but before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta give it up to my co-host. He is the eleventh. We won't get struck here, by the way. The eleventh time, eleventh time. I was born with the mic in my hand. Then I intergender. Asian American. European tag team champion. So I made it my point to exploit this flight. He's a Rip Rogers guy. A veteran of the business. Ladies and gentlemen. You've probably seen him wrestle in your town. And you don't even know it. <laughs> That's a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and the only Jamie the Vet Williams. Jamie the Vet. Just call him Vet. He likes that better. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh I'm premium now. You have to pay to listen to me. You have to pay to listen give me, to you. Give me money. Give me money. And you haven't seen you haven't seen me in your town because I usually work under a hood, so no, you don't. You know, if, if you saw that, if you saw that guy in the mask, and you're like, "Who's that guy?" Yep, that was me. That was me. Do, do you um? Do you wear a cool Godzilla hood? The way uh that guy you sent me, uh, what's his name? One hung low. Bushi. Some dumb yeah. guy. Is that Bushi. who he was? Bushi. You don't, you don't like the mask? The mask was tight. I, I got to tell you, a lot of the girls I used to date when I was back in high school were Bushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! Guess what I got now. What? For, the, for the people that 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 don't listen on the regular, here we go. On three, two, oh, wait, one. What do you think? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because before I was actually hitting the mic and then using my little e pen to hit the fucking gimmick, snape it here. But well, this one's less charming, but it's more official sounding. So right, isn't it good? Yeah. Uh... And, and then when you tell a joke, you get this. Well, then I'll be sure to keep my jokes to a minimum then. Okay. okay. I'm trying to get the... Um, oh, and then when, when somebody says something like crazy and shit... Like, tell me... Like, do me a favor. Was that, a favor? The, was that the squirrel the squirrel meme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Tell me Raquel Gonzalez is coming to, to get retribution for, for getting attacked next, next week. Uh, Ray Raquel Gonzalez is uh-huh. coming to get retribution for being attacked last week. Huh? I feel like you were like one beat off on that. Yeah, like it was just I too know. slow. You got. I know. It's my bad. They're paying for this, Ray. By, Jesus. Well, well, they are paying for your 
<clears throat> they're they're paying for Stevie Riches and they get us. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. You know what this is? That's I don't know if you can doing. see it because I have the the blue screen gimmick. Oh, ah, yeah, it's at the five dollar face slap hammy yes. hammy award. Well, this is um the lifetime achievement award. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you retired. Well, I didn't retire. You could still be uh, in, in the WWE Hall of Fame and still wrestle. I'm in the Hameen Media Hall of Fame, for those who don't know. Listen, I figured this. Since it's our debut on the Realm Network, and there may be people that don't know who we are, just like a, give a quick you know, background. I, w- I want you to put yourself over real quickly. You know, we do call you, we, you know, you are the vet of wrestling. Uh, kind of like tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, like long walks on the beach, fucking daiquiris. Like, what are, what are you into there, brother? Like midget, like blonde midgets and stuff. Mm, I, I, I prefer to let the mystery unravel uh, in a natural way. I think people, oh, God. you know, I never presume to, to, to uh, assume what people want to know. So. Mm. Um, I, maybe I, like, I, and I also questions. like to I ask you questions. Yeah, you could ask me a question. Um, why do they call you a veteran? I, um, what's that? Why? Why? All right. So, how long have you been a veterinarian? Oh yes, I, I'm not an animal doctor. That's uh, that's for sure. I, could, I, I assume you're you're fishing for a story. <laughs> See what I did there? I said fish. Now where's uh-huh. my crickets? Oh shit! Um, Hold on. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. So. Um, I, I can tell the story how I got the name, if, mm-hmm. if you like. If, if you want me to retell the story, should, should I do that? You can do that if you want. There may be somebody brand new, like this kid right there, or that guy. You know? Okay. There's no one right. in the chat. I'm just so. So um, the vet nickname just comes from it comes from Rip Rogers. Rip Rogers is a nickname guy, and he nicknamed every one of his you know students for the most part, unless they already had some other nickname given by the class. So the day that I signed up for his training, mm-hmm. he just looks at me up and down, and he's 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 thinking, and he's then and as as the silence gets uncomfortable, he says, "I'm trying to think of your name." So he's like explaining why it's he's he's just sitting there. Is he staring at you like like? He just kind of, kind of like, kind of like this, like. All right, so right now he's grabbing his chin. <laughs> All right, well, so, that means uh, people were just listening. I'm just. That's that's true. Okay, so, um, and then he so he goes, well, he's the rookie, right? So we'll call him the veteran, vet. Hmm. That's it. That Five sense. years in the business, and then every time he saw me after that, he'd be like, vet, ten years in the business, and then it got it to some ungodly, impossible numbers. Of vet, two hundred fifty-five years in the business. So it, right. it became a personal rib, uh, just for for uh, Rip to crack himself up. So to go along with that, I started incorporating that into promos, uh, where I'd play a character that had done impossible things and wrestled for impossibly long, just to just to pop him and to see, you know, uh, to just play along with his gimmick and stuff like that. But that's where I got the nickname. I'm sure there's a lot of people that uh, that that came later, like after the fact, mm. and they saw me and they just saw me be called the vet. And I probably had heat with them because they came from the Indies and they're like, who the fuck is this asshole? Like, why is he? Yeah. Why is he the vet? I've never heard of him. What does he get this nickname for? And why is he doing these promos? Why is he doing this? So like, there was probably people that kind of didn't get it. Um, Mm. and thought I just thought I was over. Uh, but I, and you shouldn't have said it. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, so, Hey man, I don't know. I was just playing along with it. I, I don't really think I'm over. I'm just a former professional wrestler of no consequence that has a gift for observation. So that's what I'm doing here. And a hell of a good guy. Hell of a hell of a hand. Oh, thanks. 
like on the like for people that don't know that, that are tuning in for the first time, the vet is on every fucking show. Like every show we have. You've been on uh Light the Fuse, you've been on Smack Attack, you've been on the Impact Attack. Well, you host the Impact. That's like your official show with Colin Weiss on. Right. He's the producer of the A show with Aaron. I, st- I started here and then I moved to right. Impact Attack and now I'm back. So I, I this is my second show or my second first show, uh, I guess. So and, uh, and I've done Destino with Jargo. Mm-hmm. So they, and, I mean, they are people that 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 are probably listening or watching for the first time. Like, why are these fucking guys not fucking talking wrestling? You know why? Because this show we take it to the next level. We just don't talk wrestling. We, we're going to review NXT eight ten twenty one. Oh, we'll give gonna, you a thorough review. Oh, it's going to be a review, but it's going to be at the end of the show because wrestling is secondary in this show. We do a thing. We do a segment called the three count. I'll tell you a little bit about myself too. But we do a segment called a three count, where we talk about three of our favorite stories or the most important things or or just some bullshit. You know, three stories to start the day, just to kind of get your palate. You know, you know when you wake up in the morning, you have your coffee like me. My, you know, my 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 Russo brands coffee. You know, the Brosters. You know, bro, bro. Mm-hmm. So I have this. You know, now now my 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 uh, salivary glands have have had their little bit of workout, and then you know you. Uh, it's time to eat an omelet. Nice breakfast, you know, and that's going to be the NXT review. But um, just if you guys don't remember me, uh, if you don't know who the fuck I am, because, I mean, who really cares? But, oh, you know, I don't say that, right? Well, it's true. It's really it's true. true. Nobody cares. I don't think you can't say cares. that for sure. You don't know everybody. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of people that care. I care. Tell me about yourself. Are you sure? 100%. Okay. Go ahead. Well, really quickly, um, you know, I. My father was a pro wrestler. Um, my brother was a pro fighter. He, my father was also a pro fighter. I also fought amateur for many, many years. I wrestled a little bit in high school, played football, so on and so forth. Um, but I was more of a boxer growing up. But um, I was trained by my dad, and um, it hurt. And I didn't like it. It hurt more than boxing for me. I, I was The thing is, I was taking bumps in the boxing ring, but that's neither here nor there. They call me Big Ray because I'm big in the pants. And I'm you know just a good guy who really cares about people. Um, I started off with Bill Apter. I'm a Bill Apter guy. You know, you're a Rip Rogers guy. I'm a Bill Apter guy. I started about 10 years ago. I actually produced OneWrestling.com for almost 10 years. So all those cool videos, Big Slam Nation, all these cool reviews and stuff, and hundreds of thousands of views, that was, you know, that was part of me, you know. And then I bought in guys like Billy Ray Valentine from the Infinite Fringe and and the professor, Chao Bilo Cruz, and all these amazing, if, if you know this guy, Kayfabe, yeah, yeah. I kind of helped him out there too, so I am a builder of talent, a, a lover of, of people, and um, you know, this is what I do. Oh, I was also on WrestleZone with Ben. I mean, this is kind of how like we, you know, discovered this. I, technically, I'm the co-founder of this because uh, it was my idea, but I'm neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's here and there. Yeah. Oh. I think you should don't don't uh, oh. don't downplay it. Well, it, it is what it is. But listen, we're here to have fun every fucking week. And I, I genuinely enjoy doing this shit with the vet every single week. We just lost a, a really big part of our family. He didn't die, but Matt Schaffer, um, super producer, uh, producer of, uh, what's this guy? Uh, Steve, uh, I was going to say Stevie Richards, Stevie Ray's uh, TV, Stevie Ray TV, so on and so forth. I'm sure you guys are well-versed. But again, if you don't know who I am, I'm here for you guys. You can, you know what? I never do this, but I'm going to do this real quick. You can follow me. It, I have it down there. Follow me in the vet on all social media. I'm talking about Twitter and Instagram and whatever the hell you guys have to your TikToks, your, your, your twerk, twerk, uh, twerk apps or whatever the fuck you guys use at, I'm at big Ray Hernandez and, uh, opinion haver. That's uh, the vet at opinion haver. So 
anyway, so we start off every show. And we just bullshit for a little bit because I, you know, me and me and vet, we text, but we kind of, this is like our chance to catch up. And I genuinely like you, bro. So, you know, this is like, cool. This is good for me. And I like to brush my gray beard. Yes. Uh, Ray does like to brush his beard. Um, I like to vape. Oh. And he likes to vape. And, um, that's about all I know about Big Ray, but that's why I'm here. I'm here to learn. Uh, well, do you so. have any questions for me? Do you have? Do you, is there anything that you want to know? I don't care. As personal as it is, no. Any? Nothing. You don't care about me. I'm good. Mm. Oh, we, me not having a question doesn't equate to me not caring. I don't know. I'll tell. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what? this. If I think of something, I'll ask you in the middle of whatever we're talking about. How about that? So it could be something like really fucking like important wrestling wise. Why the fuck? And uh, we could just. I, I got a question. I actually do have a question yeah. for you, Ray, because I don't yeah. know if this is going to figure into the I'm, I'm to excited. the to the three count at all. And mm. we kind of Colin and I kind of talked about it before your little run in on the impact attack last time. But okay. Um, but uh, yeah, this is what run in. <laughs> you know the one. You know the you know the one with the the French. Oh, when I brought my two and, friends in. And, and yeah. Mask Man, yes. guys are awesome. One of which may or may not have been you, actually. I don't but, think any of them were my. I mean, I don't know what the hell you're talking yeah, about. Maybe both. Um, oh. So, but but it, yeah, all, all joking aside. So I, I I asked Colin about it. I wanted to get your thoughts about it because sure. I didn't hear any of us. I mean, maybe maybe they did. Maybe they talked about it on the locker rooms that yeah. I may I, I missed. But uh, you know, last week we kind of got hit with a triple. Uh, not only did Matt Schaffer leave, but mm -hmm. we in the wrestling world we got hit with a triple loss because Burt Prentice, um, Jody Hamilton, and Bobby Eaton all yes. passed away. Yes. Um, and so I, I just wanted to ask you, like, if you had any any thoughts on any of those gentlemen that you wanted to share, any any stories or memories or, or anything like that. Okay, I'm gonna share a story with Bobby Eaton. Okay. Because so, have you ever met Bobby? Beautiful Bobby. Unfortunately, no. Okay. Have you ever interacted with him in any way on social media or anything like that? Mm -mm. Okay, well, so no, you can't because Bobby Eaton doesn't do online anything. Ah, but he did with okay. me, and it was two hours long. Let me explain. So um, I forgot the name of the gentleman that was actually managing him at the time. He was all, he's also a promoter. Please forgive me. He's a great guy, and I can't think of his name. I just woke up. So... <clears throat> I was doing a show on OneWrestling.com called the Can-Am Wrestling Show because I was American and my, my friend Andre Corbeil is from Canada. Eh? Mm -hmm. And basically, long story short, um, Andre had this way of being able to get on guests to do our show. Like we, we got like fucking Brodus Clay, like legitimately like a couple of days after he got released. Like we got guests here and there. And that's we got AJ Styles as the New Japan Pro Wrestling champion like he, he was a mm -hmm. fucking champ you know what i'm saying um the iwgb champ and we had him on for two and a half hours and he he j we just kept him going and we, we we had this innate ability to 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 um interview wrestlers and the thing about interviewing wrestlers especially guys that are on top and girls that are on top i'm gonna give you guys some advice right now believe it or not a lot of wrestlers don't like talking wrestling i was just gonna say that but i didn't want to <laughs> cut you off like they get enough Mark right. bullshit every right. other interview they do. So they want to talk like a person. That's true yeah. of all celebrities in a yeah. sense. Like, you're not going to want to talk to actor about every movie that they've ever done. Uh, you Just, you know, you just want to talk to them. They want to be talked to like a person. 
I, I'll give you a quick example. One time I, um, I had Eddie Edwards on, right? And we were supposed to be promoting a pay-per-view for TNA at the time. It actually was me and Ben Hameen, right? So um, I got word from the person that, that, that set up the interview. Hey, listen, man, you got five minutes. You got to really put over the... So I have Eddie Edwards in front of me, right? And it's on my Instagram. I put a clip up there. And I'm supposed to be talking about the pay-per-view. It's supposed to be, you know, kayfabe and the whole thing. Nope. I noticed that he had a really fucking cool Transformer-looking gun behind him, like a toy. Mm -hmm. Like he had a toy mm -hmm. collection behind him. And we went on for like four minutes out of the five minutes talking about him, his love of toys. And he gets on the camera and he's playing with the fucking thing, shooting it at the camera and stuff. Like really fucking loving, loving the conversation. Really wishing that he could have come, you know, stayed longer. And then for the last minute, we heavily promoted in character his his thing. Now, <clears throat> with beautiful Bobby, I had him on and we able we were able to keep in contact. Like I have, you know, well, I had sucks. Anyway, um, he was a good guy. I, I liked him very much, but he was an introvert, believe it or not. And mm -hmm. um, from what my experience with him, long story mm -hmm. short, when he came on the show with us, this dude opened up to us, man. And he was I, I understand why so many people in the business business really liked beautiful Bobby and just chill. You know, he told us this really cool story that of he was wrestling in the 80s and I forgot what town he was wrestling in. And I think it was him and Stan Lane. At the, no. Who was his partner before? Um, Dennis Condry. Dennis Condry. It was him and Dennis Condry, right? So they're wrestling in this this place in Bubble, West Bubblefuck, Kentucky. Long story short, he was he had so much heat. I think they were oh they were fighting the Rock and Roll Express on on you know what we call now a house show or whatever, but everything was a house show back then. And so, in order to get to their car, they had to go out the main entrance. There was no back entrance. They had to go out the main entrance to the parking lot where their car was, and Apparently, these women were very fucking hot because they beat up on, you know, the Rock and Roll Express. Mm -hmm. So he proceeded. So he's telling, he's telling, you know, he's telling the story because if you ever heard beautiful Bobby Eaton talking, you know, this is the way he actually talks. He talks like a little bit of in his, his lip. And he goes, you know, uh, this, this woman, she, she's trying to fucking stab me. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, so what did you do? He goes, well, what the fuck you think I did? I kicked her right in the fucking pussy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we popped for five minutes. Bobby was laughing. His buddy was laughing. Carby, and we just and it became an on-running joke. And then I then I started asking him about vaginas and stuff, and how does he like them and stuff. things that I should not have. But he loved it, and he was he he was just so in, in love with the fact that we just had a normal fun conversation. Two hours. Now, here's the fucked up thing. Now, there, there are people out there that know that it happened, people that did see it, people that watched it, people that downloaded it. I wish I knew somebody that actually had that video. Um, apparently, this was back in the day where, like, wrestling channels were, like, fighting each other on YouTube. And Andre is the type of guy that he doesn't back down from anybody. And somebody kind of infiltrated that channel that we had and we got our channel taken fucking down mm. and we and and we lost that interview but it's out there somewhere and it's it sucks dude i wish i had it because if i had it i would actually take that interview refix it up and put it up here man that's how good it was so fucking good man well maybe um, somebody can uh do some legwork and find that for us because we got uh we got some loyal fans at hmg and they'd be more than willing to uh, help us out with that, I'm sure. Funny thing, the thumbnail that I made is out there. 
Like you mm. can Google the thumbnail. I think Can Am Wrestling Show, Big Ray, Andre Corbeil, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Boom, the thumbnail pops up. You'll see that. But the video is hard to find. And and I know people. What they would do is because me and Andre would get thousands of views. We um the, people would have like a kayfabe YouTube site and then rip that video and then put it on their site. You know, they they flip the the screen so it's backwards mm-hmm. and they change yeah. the, the wording and stuff and they would get you know a couple thousand views on that shit too so if anybody listen if anybody out there in the you know on the brand uh realm homie media anybody that's listening or watching right now if you guys can find this fucking interview please send it to me i swear to god vet will come to your house and, and give you a massage right full body right oh uh, yeah i do full body yeah okay does it matter like gender or species nah I don't think so, no. So, so do you have any memories of uh, any of the fine people that we lost? Mm, not not a lot. Like, um, you know, Burt Prentice was more of like, kind of like a behind-the-scenes guy during my time of watching. He was right. like a, a promoter at that point. Uh, I guess he'd done some managing before, but I didn't really see that. I think that was more regional stuff like in Tennessee <laughs> and whatnot, right? So I didn't really get to see that. Um, you know, Jody Hamilton, again, like just a little bit before my time. And I didn't get to see like a lot of the mass assassin stuff till later. Um, mm. And, you know, and of course, we all know his son, Nick Patrick, the referee right. from WCW. That, like, of course, saw lots of him. One of my and favorite I, referees of all time, dude. Right. But he but he was more like, you know, he... he uh, pretty much founded the power plan at WCW, right. which I don't know how many people know. It's it's common knowledge in wrestling, but I don't know if like people really uh, in general just know that or or the fact that he started Deep South Wrestling, which became an, a developmental territory mm-hmm. kind of running concurrently with OVW. Um, and uh, yeah, so I didn't really have that. And Bobby Eaton was more of like, I was more of a WWF guy because from the yeah. West Coast, we didn't get as much of the the nwa stuff you didn't get the like, wcbs we did we did but only you know if if your parents don't have cable when you're a kid you know uh you don't get to some, see everything oh, okay that's real nice real nice here. classy um so what? so the first time i kind of saw him was when he was doing the uh unfortunately it was when he was doing the the gimmick with steve regal the blue blood gimmick oh my god yeah, yeah. but you know so what that, he got it over oh well he kind of got yeah. it over. Well, yeah, he was he was always like a guy that they would keep around, and he lasted pretty much till almost the end of WCW, just hanging around. So, um, you know, so like I, I got to see that, and of course, going back and like looking looking at the the Midnight Express stuff, you know, watching that later, yeah, but not in, not so much in my formative years, um, but. Everybody says, just like you said, you know, nicest guy in the world. No one's ever had a bad thing to say about him ever. Um, You know, the only reason he kicked that woman in the pussy is because he was fighting for his life. I'm sure any other time he wouldn't have done it. Um, So, but yeah, man. I I, I unplugged my, so so I, so much like you, you know, so we're, we're, you're in the bunker, right? Are you Mm -hmm. in a bunker? Because you're Mm -hmm. a veteran. That's right. So, I, you know, I have my little studio here. You can't see in the background. It's more like a workout room slash computer room. And um, we don't have air conditioning in this room. It's fucking hot as, 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 as balls here. Okay. So I have you, you don't hear my fan, right? I don't hear yours. Turn it on. It's off. <clears throat> Turn it on. It's fine. 
Well, right, if you get if hot, it gets, if it gets unbearable, yeah. I'll okay. Just, so. Well, listen. Uh, talking about unbearable, it's it's about time to get into the three count. So again, ladies and gentlemen, for the people that are listening on the Realm Network for the very first time, we kick the show off with a three count. We know we bullshit a little bit. Usually, we talk. So who's in the chat? Oh, nobody. Too soon, Ray. Too, too soon. soon. Like it's it's. You know, they need time to process this, and you're already taking shots at them. You know what? I got some breaking news. Breaking news. So, guess what? We may, I may negotiate that this show not only has replays on the Realm Network, but we may be going live on a regular basis so that we can interact with the people that listen and have supported us. I have a big meeting with the Ayatollah Ben Hameen later today or tomorrow. I don't fucking know. So, because okay. I, right. I, I honestly, I enjoy the interactions, you know, like these people, for people that don't know that we have people that I, I put the link up at around one o'clock in the morning, Eastern standard time. And already somebody's like, you know, can't wait to, to you know, jump on the show. They just, and yeah, then, they just, they just turn their YouTube on and go to bed. <laughs> that's, and that's awesome, dude. And it means that they fucking give a shit, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we have fun conversations with, with the chat. Like, like, like the listeners are some of the most, well, they, for me, they're, they're like right there when it comes to like being important and stuff. So I, I'm, I already missed everybody classified Chappie and Wolfie and nobody worth to remember and Canada, Canada space, space man. man, of oh, course, dude, like. Yeah, I mean, I, Sonic the Hedgerat, oh. Sir Jam Thirty Four, yep, Society Reviews. Oh my gosh, it's so just goes many on great on. guys, and and we're not forgetting any of you guys. We just, but don't don't worry. Um, I'm sure they're all signed up and they're all listening right now. Well, I and love they were you guys. enjoying you. They were enjoying you picking your nose with your hammy. Um, yeah, well, I had to cover the screen because I I, don't, I can't get a tissue. I have a I have an old sock here. Maybe I could use that to clean my nose. What do you think? Uh, depends. What else you've been using it for? Oh, that thing is standing up on end. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for not the one, not the two, but it is the three count. This is the three count for today's biggest stories in pro wrestling, world news, pop culture, sports, and more. And now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. Big Ray loves his own production, doesn't he? What's that? I said, for the people that are just listening to audio only, Big Ray loves his own production. Oh, he's, he's, he's he's selling everything he's doing. I'm he's, such he's, a good he's got the voice distorted, like we don't know that's him, you know? I don't know just, what you're talking about, dude. I got yeah, my hammy here. He's got a hammy for production. Oh, yeah. So Yo, this thing, man, you loop this thing up. How many? Very- I, I got a question. You know, I said I, was, I would ask you a question. Uh, this one's more about me, though. Um, okay. How many hammies do you think I'm going to win this year? Oh, you got to win it. Well, you got five fingers on it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more than five categories. I'm, I'm, I think that you should win at least one. I feel like I'm guaranteed one. The question is, so? will I get two? Yeah, because I, because I'd have to be, um, like what rookie of the year? Isn't that one of the categories? There's somebody that like just yeah. came on. Well, nobody else has came on besides me, so already by default, I'm winning that. Mm, not necessarily. Uh, uh, pretty necessarily, especially considering my MVP performance so far and like my sweep of shows last week. I mean, well, that ought to lock it in. But even I, if- I got, I got to tell you, French Spider Man may, mm. may get a debut. Mm. 
you know? I just don't um, think he has the numbers. No. <laughs> to, pull, to pull it in, you know. But Did you see the way if, he was? If we swinging? were talking about, if we we're talking about pure, uh, pure entertainment value and eth- and like ability, I think I'd have to give it to French Spider Man as well. You yeah. think so? Yeah, rookie of the year. Yeah, or I mean, or no, we give him personality of the year. Personality, and, yeah. Yeah, here's the funny he might thing. have to take them both, but anyways, yeah. Here's the here's the funny thing. I, I'm like in the middle of like I'm not a per, like a great I'm not the best personality, I'm not the greatest producer, I'm like I'm just right down I'm never gonna win anything. <sighs> I'm never gonna win anything. Not with that what? attitude, you're not. What does that mean? Are you saying if I if I if I try? I'm I saying if win. you if you start owning it. And and really being as proud of yourself as I know you should be, then I think uh, everything will fall into place automatically. Speak, speaking about owning it, let's jump into our first story, ladies and gentlemen. Count one. Maybe I could put the fucking volume. Hour up. of defense, first from his lawyer. Let's Governor remember. Cuomo's bombshell announcement came after nearly an hour of defense, first from his lawyer, Rita Glavin, who said the report that came out last week accusing the governor of sexual harassment was unfair, didn't include witnesses who discredited some of the allegations, uh, did not include his answers, and treated some of these statements as sexual misconduct or sexual harassment when they were simply innocent uh, gestures on the part of the governor, which was a theme that he began his uh, statement by repeating. He said uh, there are uh, there were not sexual there were not 11 cases of sexual harassment. There are 11 women that I offended and I apologized. I've been- All right, I'm done. Okay, Governor Cuomo. Here in New York City, the man that saved the world, almost saved the world from COVID-19, the man that took on Donald Trump face-to-face, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, brother, he resigned. How'd you feel about that, Vet? I mean, do you think that he's, yeah, I'm just Italian, you know, I I just touch, you know, if I squeeze your boob, it doesn't mean anything, because I'm Italian, you know, I'm an old guy, I'm an old guy, he's like, how how old is Cuomo, bro? You're asking me like I know anything about this. This you know, is your people. You know the deal. This is you Northeastern people, okay? I'm a chill, laid-back West Coast guy. I don't have time to fuck around with this uh, Italian uh, Use me. governor bullshit. My governor, was, my governor was a Terminator, okay? Mm. So has, has your governor ever been a Terminator? Well, he's terminated his, his own career, so yeah. Has he ever fought a Predator? <laughs> Uh, he, he is, is the predator. predator. <laughs> um, I was going to do the gimmick. We could, but I don't care. Yeah, we could turn we could turn every every Arnold thing into a Cuomo thing, I guess. But yeah, so um, mm. I, I don't know, man. Look, here's here's the deal. We the all deal? know this this kind of shit goes on all the time. It's just who's going to get caught, who's going to get the whistle blown on them. Um, I basically Ray at this point, as I get older, I'm leaning a lot when it comes to stuff like this more and more on three little words okay mm-hmm. i wasn't there sorry really? i wasn't so- there i don't know what happened i don't care to know what happened this is for them to sort out i'm not concerned with the affairs of you know these people i'm just not so but but one thing i do know is i wasn't there so it's basically like for me as a as a person that's just you know, forced to spectate this sometimes as part of the three count, I have to just take it's one word. It's one person's word against, you know, 11 people's words or whatever the case may be. Sure. And I wasn't there. So I don't know. 
that, well, that's basically it. Well, well, in conjunction with this story, um, we have some, you know, it's going to be some fucking history. So since Cuomo is, is he's gone in the next, I think, couple of days, like 10 days or something like that. Um, so Cuomo's fucking, you know, Schneebitz, what he did fucking paved the way for a female the very she's going to be an official the official governor of the state so apparently uh what's her name uh kathy huckwell huckle huckle whatever she's going to be the governor of new york state so it's going to be the first female governor in new york state. can you do uh, can you do a schwarzenegger i'm just wondering i mean you living you know mm, it's not great that's not what so, i'm asking so that's not it's not fantastic it's <laughs> Wait, do that again. That's not bad. It's, it's not fantastic. It's not fantastic. I can't do it. Get in the chopper. You can. Chopper. Do it. You can right. Yeah, everybody does that line. Ah, wait. What Put the cookie down. You know that kind He's of. He's not the Duma. Yeah. That's fucking. I fucking suck. That's all right. I'm not gonna. Pull, I'm not gonna pull out my uh, my Family Guy or Cleveland Brown or. You should. How about this? How about this? <clears throat> you ready? Like Zoink Scoop, huh? Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. You could do. You could do Scooby. Brr. Ah, like Zoinks. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. Show's over, guys. Four ninety five a month. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, the, but right. well, let me let me ask you this then. Um, so I can pretend to care. So now you're gonna have a, a female governor, right? Uh. Which, by the way, like, if there's any, you're not going to get any sexual harassment allegations against her. Because if a guy gets oh, no. sexually harassed by a female governor, he'll be like, hell yeah. But, um, but like, how, Willie, how, other other him? than that, it doesn't it doesn't matter, bro. Okay. Like, you, you've seen you've seen the kind of guys, you've seen what what kind of things guys date voluntarily, right? So I, I really don't think, mm. um, I really don't think a little. You know, on the job wank or or here or there is gonna is gonna hurt anybody's feelings too much that they're gonna feel the need to come out as victims. But uh, mm. so, but my but, but other than all that, like, well, what do you think about this historic uh, moment? Good care. And wh- what do we know about this? What do we know about this particular candidate? I know nothing of her. Was Honestly. she one of the? Was she one of the eleven? Uh, she she was like the lieutenant governor. So basically, like, if anything happens to the governor, then it's so funny how he selected her. So, you know, it just works out. Like He selected her by boob touch? Probably. <laughs> He's like, hey, come here. Let me touch your boob. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, fucking... you, you, you make a good governor. You know what? Forget about it. Oh, God. You know, man, I got to really learn how to keep this. Hold on. Let me see. That's what she said. Or he said. I told you I would get that sound clip for this week. <clears throat> no? Be- what, what do you want from me? Yeah, pal. That that was actually Governor Cuomo. When he that one right there. Yeah, the yeah, pal was Governor Cuomo. Yeah, cool. So, did you have anything to? Did you have anything to add to this? You brought it up. Nope. I, um, I'm just happy that the fucking guy is out. Like, not for nothing, man. I, I was thinking about this last night at work, and I was like, shit, man. If this is a fucking thing now. Like, you know how many people would have gotten fired when I was working back in the day? Like, when I was younger, in my 20s? Like, we really got away with some fucked up shit. Both sides. I had this I had this manager. So, back in the day, like, I'm talking about, I was like 18. I was working at The Gap. That's where I met 
<clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. That's where I met uh, Billy Ray Valentine. We became friends. And that's, damn. That You're sitting there folding khakis, becoming friends? Holy shit. I'm 18. So what's 18? Well, how do you do the math? I'm 45 now. So how long have I known Billy Ray Valentine? That many years? Well, come on, man. Help me, 27? Bro. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. There are people that are listening now that haven't even been alive 27 years. That's true. But anyway, I had this this manager, and I was very attracted to her. But she was attracted, and we did stuff. And she 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 was an aggressor. Like I was way better looking than I, than I am now. Like I, I I look like a fucking foot right now. No, I wouldn't say that. I'm, I look like a foot. Well, then you're a fully pedicured foot, Ray. You with think all so? The, with all the Korean trimmings and everything, oh. it's just a perfect job. If you're a foot. Just be careful when you go to those fucking places, bro. Like, if they're really not clean, they'll fuck your foot up. You'll lose a foot. So anyway, so the three count, we usually do three stories. But if the first story I really don't give a shit about, I'll jump into something I actually kind of, you know, give a shit about. With that being said, um, this is big news. Let me just... Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, some break. I would usually play the breaking news story, but I got to tell you something, man. I, I, you know, this this song is actually one of the most. I love this song. But neither here nor there. Um, I got to tell you something, man. I'm on my phone last night, and fucking Fox News goes off, CNN goes off, fucking Variety goes off. Apparently. The news is that Ross and Rachel, Jennifer Aniston, and David Schwimmer, they have, in fact, been dating for months now. And now I'm a huge friend of fan. I actually texted you. Like, are, like, are you a fan, you know, fan of friends? Um, they had this uh, reunion show that mm. the entire time during the, reju- the, uh, the reunion show, that goes my, my reunion, I sound like fucking Johnny Rods. Um <clears throat> I um I was watching this and me and Jen, my wife, my wife, she w- we were like, wow, that one that they look terrible. <laughs> like, what did she do to her face? What did he do to his face? Like David Schwimmer looks like he legit injected Vaseline into his skin. I don't know if you can do that. Silly putty or something. It was weird. But apparently during this this whole uh Schnabis that they did, uh they admitted that David Schwimmer and, and you know, Jennifer Aniston, they, they had a crush on each other when they were doing the show. So they proceeded to secretly start dating, and they're like a thing, dude. So Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel are a fucking real fucking thing. I can't, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Like, isn't this, like, huge news for you? Yeah, what are you going to... What are we supposed to? How are we supposed to talk about the rest of the show? I mean, we can't follow this. We can't. What have you done? What have you done to our our debut on the realm, Ray? Fuck. Torpedoed the whole thing. Uh, Dude, imagine. Okay, look. So, so are you saying? Did did I misunderstand what you're saying? Or you said that on the reunion, Jennifer Aniston looked tore up. Is that what they, you said? They all look tore up. The only one who Bro, Jennifer look- Aniston be looking good though. So she was just bad on that reunion show? No. Take a good look at this girl. She was in, in 4K H- HD where I know, I- but she's like 50. What do you want? 
I want her to look like J-Lo. J-Lo's 50. Well, mm. everybody can't be J-Lo. No? You sure about that? Yes, I'm sure. Oh. I've seen everybody. They're not J-Lo. J-Lo's J-Lo. Uh, but- Lisa, Lisa Kudrow aged. You could tell she's older and like she did nothing to herself. Like she looks like Lisa. She looks great. Joey, Matt LeBlanc, that dude looked like a fat, like like that fat uncle that gives you your first beer. Yeah, yeah. He's Italian, so yeah, he's Italian. Hey, forget about uh, yeah, forget a touch of boob. Uh, well, so I, I'm I'm gonna while, while you continue talking about how awesome this is, I'm gonna Google uh, current Jennifer Aniston and make sure that you're just okay. not out of your goddamn mind. You, can, I'm not out of um, my goddamn mind. Leave God out of this, bro. Did you see Horrible Bosses? What the hell is that? Oh yes, that was a great movie. I wanted to bone the shit out of her. I would have been like, what? I have no problem with you trying to suck me off on the table. Yeah. Is that one of the scenes? Or did I watch yeah, the wrong movie? Yeah, that, that movie's so unbelievable that this guy could like actually feel like that about his boss doing that. Like, now, you know what I mean? Like, a question. I can't just, buy it. Just for the people that didn't see this movie, was he married? And the character in the show? On Horrible Bosses, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Was he married? I don't I don't remember. No, okay, he wasn't married. But but what difference would that make? Well, because I don't know. Like, I don't know if if, if a hot Greek chick that's my boss would give me like free hand jobs every single day, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If I, if I was single, but if you're married and have a family or dating somebody, you know, that's different. Then you just have a slightly bigger problem with it. Oh, no, not slightly bigger. I'm not gonna wouldn't do it. You shouldn't have said it. What? Are you still, are you still looking at pictures? Well, He's, I'm. I'm I, I see him. He looks like he. Uh, he looks like uh, Mickey Rourke post. Uh, right. Post surgery. She looks like she always does, and she doesn't. Ha- she hasn't had a lot of work done. So I mean, you know, I like. I like when I like when women are honest about their aging. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it always it it has never no plastic surgery has ever helped them look better. They always look like oh you just got some stuff done. And everybody bags on them about it. Then right. they get their feelings hurt and then all this other stuff. So it's better to just accept what's happening to you. And uh, I think she'd still be looking good. Um, but anyways, yeah, about them dating like that's gross, bro. Uh, what, dude? How do you go from Brad Pitt to gross. that? It's gross. Look, because I just said what he looked like. He looked because- like. Well, you look like friggin' not... Mickey Rourke post uh, post accident. But what if it's not about the looks? Like, is, is that is that all it is for you? All you do is date eights and tens. That is that what you hey, do? Well, if I'm sitting here and I'm a and I'm a pro wrestling uh, podcaster, and you have to ask me a question about two random people that I'll never talk to or meet dating, then all I have to go on is looks, and it's gross to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you a really serious question. Serious. Let's go. Like a late period. If a sex tape came out, would you watch it? No. Vet, come on. I watched the fucking Hulk Hogan sex tape. I was Sorry. just curious. Sorry. Just, Let me tell you something, brother. 24-inch python sticking out, flopping around. You, no? Sorry, I didn't didn't do it. Really? I've never watched a sex tape. Really? Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be... Should I be shocked? Like, like the... It's, See, like I'm the abnormal one watching sex tapes of celebrities. You're, you're the one that, and I'm like, what? What are you? What's wrong with you? 
Yeah, you creep. And you're, and you're sitting over here talking about like if well if I had a, a family I would my boss did this and that. <laughs> but I'll watch a sex tape of old Hogan. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I can watch sex tapes. That's what I do. That's what we do. We're yeah, that's that what way. We, yeah. yeah, we're Italian. So old school. Not how a pervert, is, just Italian. How old is Governor Cuomo? Hold on, let me see something. <clears throat> how old not, is Governor Mario Cuomo? Let's see. I found this on the web. Nothing. Come on, Dick Tracy. Jesus What's the point Christ. of having a two-way wrist radio if you can't even get the uh, the dirt? This dude said two-way wrist <laughs> Fucking old man. Yeah, You're younger so, than me. Yeah, yeah. What did you have? What did I'm you have? eternal. You're eternal. Oh, yes. Like, no, Greek God pop down is eternal. Well, he'll 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 continue to be eternal, but I was first. By the way, we um, will be reviewing NXT. Yeah, just in case August he has... 10th. Ju- yeah, if you're is, uh, thinking about turning off your um no nah, they no nah, they're gonna they're gonna get what they paid for they're gonna get their money's worth yeah uh, always so do. so what so um yeah, yeah no i didn't I, did, I wouldn't watch a sex tape i haven't watched a sex tape mm-hmm. um i'm not going to okay um i prefer no, I, I, I prefer the pros uh there's there's whole industries for that i don't need to watch okay do you like the pros acting like amateurs huh you know, like when she when 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 she first sees that thing for the first time, her first well, big like, one. Well, like uh, oh, I'm shocked. Oh, look how big it is! Like you never seen that it, one before, right? Everybody's casting couches their first one. Oh yeah, even though there's ten of them. And I've seen the um, same girl just with six right. different outfits. Yeah, but that's part of it, right? Like that's right. that's what we need because it can't just be. You get to a certain point, it can't just be sex. But before you get to the weird, weird, weird stuff, mm-hmm. then you have this middle ground where it's kind of like just you just need a little bit of story, right? Right. So um, I, I think, uh, yeah, for me, like it's uh, it's like uh, okay, you don't eat, whatever your favorite food is, you don't eat it every day, and there's a lot of like. There's a lot of like medium level foods that you're totally cool with, and sure. you sometimes you're just in the mood for them, and sometimes not. So sometimes you're in the mood for the little bit of like homemade looking stuff, and then sometimes mm-hmm. you're in the mood for the the glossy, expensive looking stuff. It's just. I gotta tell you, you want to hear this real quick story before we jump into the third story, the three count. Sure. Um, dude, I remember the very first time I ever. So you know, we had this channel in New York City called channel j that was the porno channel or whatever but it came on it was on manhattan cable television which is now which became time Warner, which which became spectrum and at 12 midnight excuse me every night it would go to porn now they would show porn movies and and segments and stuff but it would have a black dot like covering the insertion Mm, yeah or whatever right i remember so this is what i I actually seen like the so i remember when i got my hands on naughty nighttime nurses hmm. volume two. First not time. one but two. Not yet, part two. It had a it had a two and the two looked like it was dripping. Maybe it was hot and sweating. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I t- and I remember my friend gave me that thing along with another video called Latin Sex Pots Six. Latina Sex Pot Six. Sace. Not Latin. Sace. <laughs> and I, I ran home. Like remember when Charlie when Charlie opened that fucking chocolate bar? And he fucking, he found that gold ticket, mm-hmm. and 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 the store clerk is like, "Run, Charlie, run as fast as you can." He's like, hey, "All right, I will." <laughs> he fucking runs. That was me. I but see. The, the, 
with some Jergens in my book backpack and and an old sock. <laughs> Just waiting for my. You brought the Jergens to school, so it's like you knew. Yeah, you knew. Oh, already. I knew. It was it just waiting. <laughs> My parents plus i had chapped elbows but that's beside oh, the point uh, sure that's who but yeah. my parents my parents would go to church they would go to they, they had church midweek you know they would go like in the evening from six to like nine. Oh, perfect i tell you something bro i became a man that day the oh, empty house the empty oh, house jerk that's the, the empty, best one that is the best and i remember the first scene of one of these things. And now this is back when porn was 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 cool, man. Like there was actual storyline, you know? Yeah. And um, you know, these it was just like, you know, these nurses, they're all on a night shift. And the night shift is fucking, you know, it's awful. And don't you you ever been in a hospital and you wonder what they do? So every time I stayed over at a hospital, like when I was in my surgery, I'm thinking that they're doing they're probably not. Yeah. More than likely. But where's I mean, like, all the sex i'm telling you right like how come nobody's walking and giving me a hand job like yeah, you guys are just up? cleaning stuff and like what's <sighs> useless you know it's like 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 this this jamaican lady walks in mr ananda's time for your medicine and i'm thinking she's gonna just oh no nothing she gives me medicine it's fucking pathetic yeah very anyway. unpredictable in that way i don't uh, know where i can yeah th there's like yeah i don't know either but this is this is premium premium content this is yeah. why we can't talk about this we get kicked off of youtube for talking yeah. about this um so yeah that's the thing like that's one of the ways you you know how when you you, you catch yourself saying stuff like these kids today will never understand blah 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 no. right you always oh. you always say that but one of the things is really like this this is a generation of kids that don't know a world without carrying a pocket full of all the porn in the world yes everywhere they go right but for us it was different like we had to make an effort like there was that you know when you go to the video store and there's that beaded curtain mm. and then you have to you go in the video store and you have to act like you're there for any other reason right right so he so you wander around look at all these movies that you ain't gonna rent you know like you oh might rent them you might well, like, like should i watch top gun for the 50th time oh maybe well i'll, I'll decide later and then you finally just kind of stroll to the back and like well let's see what's in here then instead you're like okay let's get down to business. top gun instead of top gun is like top none yeah top, yeah, top, yeah hot none well, uh, so, bone each other. right so so you you go in there and then you know as you walk out they give you the uh they give you the little black plastic bag that you can't see through so that even though even though no one can see the actual videos it's still like the the scarlet letter because everybody knows what's in the black bag they don't give you that for top gun they mm. give you that for for hot none or whatever it is so like you had to go through this whole thing or if you ever wanted to buy a magazine from a liquor store like am i gonna no. buy a, a a 19 gallon of milk and this magazine <laughs> obviously if i wanted groceries i'd go somewhere cheaper but Bro. you know but i gotta get this so you know this this is where they have the uh you know the cherry or whatever whatever magazine you know what i mean so Listen, it's like yeah ki ki kids will never know know the joy of having their stupid uncle you know my uncle my tío Cali. you know he, he used to, hey, here, take 20 bucks. Get me a six-pack of beer and a pack of cigarettes and get yourself something. And i get myself beer or cigarettes. And I'd be like 14, like walking, hey, mister, um, here's my... And, and the guy just standing <laughs> Turn there. Turn into just, Morty. Hey, hey, I'll just have these, you know, because I just, you know, I just... It's from my uncle. He he likes smoking and, and drinking, you know? Rick? So. 
<laughs> that's good. Oh, that's fucking good. All right. Oh um, god, that is fucking good. <sighs> wow, that was good. Commander, S- Lieutenant Commander Data, <clears throat> engage. So, 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 so count three. Uh, oh no. So, um, but, but before I say that, okay. it, you know, the kids today will never know the joy of being or the fourteen. Pain. Or the or pain, the pain. Of being of being fourteen or fifteen, and walking around with with alcohol outside in the street, just under a paper bag, mm-hmm. cover up yep. the fact that you're drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that was the good times, man. And hand jobs in a hospital. Okay, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you guys are AEW fans, but um, you know your modern day John Cena, Max Caster. Now this story broke yesterday, and believe it or not. Believe it or not, I sent this information that I got from a source. Yes, I have sources that I heard, and it came out, and I sent it to Ben way before Ben knew what was going on, way before it was on the dirt sheets, way before, like, if you're waking up on 8-11, then it's all over the news right now. Um, also, I got to give credit to my boy, William Alasia, who also confirmed this information because I sent it to him. I'm like, dude, I need you to dig for me along with the other people I know. Is this a thing? And yes, it is. So Max Caster, he plays, uh, he's like a rapper or whatever. He has music on SoundCloud and shit. Um, He cut this rap. Now, a lot of people didn't hear the actual rap. So have you heard the Max Caster rap, the actual rap? Are you talking about the one that he got in trouble for last week? The Simone Biles one. Have you actually heard it? Uh, I mean, I read the lyrics, but I did not hear his okay. actual. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. So here we go. This is Max Caster and why he's being. Well, I'll explain to you after we come back from this clip. Here we go. I don't like Christian at all. Actually, hearing it made a difference, but <sighs> yeah. Well, some that's... people didn't hear it. They'll probably be like, "Well, why is he suspended?" So yes, he is. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but a couple of months ago, Sammy Guevara, or as William Alcia, he t- he texted me. He goes, "Yeah, it's the same suspension that Sammy G got." I'm like, who the fuck is Sammy G? <laughs> like, I'm supposed to know who the. Oh, fuck you don't is... know Sammy G? I have no idea. Who he's Sammy he's in the he's in the Cuomo administration. Hey, is he? Is he no. really? No, he's not. He's you not sure? Hundred percent. Okay, just making sure. But according to uh, multiple sources, uh, let me just read this out here. <clears throat> Max Caster pulled from AEW appearances. Caster was advertised for tonight's AEW Dark, but he is no longer being referenced for tonight's show, as it appears that his match that was taped last week will not air. Fightful, Fightful.com, uh, credit to them, reports that Caster is still with AEW but his appearances are currently on ice for now. So he is being suspended, much like Sammy Guevara, without pay. 
They mm-hmm. now there's I'm hearing months. I'm hearing months. It doesn't I don't know if he's under AEW's contract. I know these guys can work the indies, so he could probably still make some money. And who knows? Maybe the guy will make more money off the indies because of this if he goes to the right places. Um, I just really wanted to hear your thoughts on this. What the suspension on everything? Yeah, the, the whole situation, man. Like, like I haven't heard really your thought process on all mm, of this. Okay, well, I did say this on the light the fuse that I appeared upon. I said that uh, you know he's done way worse raps than this, but for some reason, I guess just because um, Simone Biles is extremely topical in this moment right now that triggered people rather than, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anything else that he said would have been that, like that would have flew under the radar. And what he said wasn't even really that bad. If you really mm. listen to it, he didn't say anything about Simone Biles. He just said, he said exactly what she said. She claimed it. And he said he would make his opponents claim it. Not that bad, especially compared to some of the other things that he has said on dynamite, by the way, not the dark internet, you know, show yeah. that no one fucking watches anyways. Right. Um, so that, yeah. But as far as like suspending people for that, I, I don't know. Is, is Tony Conga suspend himself for letting it go on his programs? I mean, mm. where, what about that? Like that, that's what I look at. The Sammy Guevara thing was different because they were doing a retroactive punishment for something he did years before he was before even AEW existed. That so sucked. He said that the, he wanted. To, yeah, who the hell are you bone. to suspend? He said he wanted to rape Sasha Banks, but he said it in the way that kids say that. Like, I've heard girls use that phrase about guys like so many times in actual life. What phrase you know, is that? Where, they, where they'll be like, like when they're talking about how hot a guy's, and like, oh my god, I just want to rape him. You know, like they say that. That's a thing. It's, it just, yeah, but they just mean, they don't, you know, they don't really mean that. They just mean they want to have sex with him because he's hot, right. which is what he's saying. And he's saying it because he's of that age that talks like that. Um, so when I hear him say that, I know what he means by it. The unfortunate thing is he was on a, a podcast or radio show, or whatever, when he said that. So he probably could have been a little bit smarter about that. But here's the thing, like, now you're finding out about something late and then you punish him retroactively for something that happened when he wasn't when your company didn't exist. That's what I have a problem. I had a problem with that then, um, and I have a problem with this now. As far as Max Caster is concerned, it's like you let it, it, it. You know, whatever excuses Tony Khan wants to come up with, at the end of the day, you have to take responsibility. I believe I heard Vince Russo say those exact words, like on his show. He said, mm-hmm. "You have to take responsibility. It's your show." Yep. If you let it on your show, it doesn't matter. It's take responsibility. I also, while we're on this topic, I have a similar problem when you talk about like uh, professional sports leagues. Like if if a like um, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example. There's a bunch, but um, maybe you can think of one too. But like okay. uh, you know where someone will get in trouble, like a criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Then they have to pay the fine, serve right. the sentence, do whatever. And then when they get reinstated into the NFL or NBA or whatever it is, then they have to serve a suspension on top of that. So like, it's not enough to pay your, to pay your uh, debt to society, but now you got to pay uh, the company when you get back. Right. Like that doesn't happen in regular jobs. Like if you have a regular, like, at, at, you know, at your job, you're not going to get resuspended from your job after you just went to jail for six months. If they even keep you on, they're not going to just suspend you. You know what I mean? So I, I got, I got, I got generally what I'm saying is I have a problem with retroactive punishments is what I'm saying. 
No, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. But then here's the thing. I, now, this is also. Where it's, oh, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. Ray. Go ahead. No, no, please. I, I won't forget. Please. OK. OK. So I just but this is the other thing, too, like that we have to consider. We don't really know. We know wrestling is carny and we don't know how carny AEW is because Tony's not really of that world. He's more of the current executive type, you know, business culture sure. type thing. So you know what I'm saying, though, right? So like, so but but he's he's too much of he's too much of a mark to be truly carny is what I'm trying to say. So so what I'm saying is like he could be saying this as like a public thing, saying I'm suspending him without pay, and then just like paying him under the table. Like there's no there's no way to prove he's not doing that, or that they just like this is just what we have to do just just for the public, and then you, you'll be fine. We'll bring you back. Like we don't know that he is or isn't doing that. And no one involved is going to tell us either. Like, it's not no. like Max Caster's ever going to tell anybody that that's what's going on. It's going to be a secret, a secret secret that even our sources couldn't find out. So that is a possibility as well. Um, so, but yeah, just throwing that out there as well before you make well, it. Well, what, what I was going to say was that in some companies, in a lot of companies, you know, they have like a moral part. You know, whenever you sign a contract. Now, this is where the fine line is because these people sign contracts, but they're independent workers. But underneath those contracts, under under those contracts, if I'm correct, most uh, most of the major wrestling companies and even so, uh, some of the indies, a lot of the indies, um, they have these moral clauses where you know you can't do or say certain things or be arrested for something. You know, like WWE. Like, can you imagine if a wrestler would just like get arrested? over and over again for drunk driving i mean that guy would never be able to keep well maybe hmm. that might not that might not work for wwe bad example but bad example but you know what i mean right you, you know what i'm sure. getting at so um i i get what you're saying like the kid he's paying i guess i don't know man it's it's a touchy subject dude i i think it sucks because i agree with you know i don't always agree with ben hameen oh breaking story but um I do agree with the fact that, you know, in, in pro wrestling, it's acting. Okay, you're not going to watch um, a movie. Let's let's say you're watching Schindler's List, right? Are you going to cancel all the characters that play the the Nazis because they played Nazis? No. Are you going to play? Are you going to uh, cancel the character on the uh, Home Shopping, not Home Shopping, Hallmark Channel for for being the uh, the racist prick? Or the or the guy against homosexuality. No, it's acting. It's acting. This kid is is. I'm sorry to break kayfabe, but he's acting. He's mm -hmm. acting on stage. Okay, guys, he's acting on stage, and he is supposed to make you hate him. And you know, um, utilizing you know current events, much like Simone Biles. Uh, even though I understand why the young lady decided to uh, back out of the Olympics, because you know she just needs a fucking break. I mean, she's won only, what, 50,000 gold medals? Like, give the girl a break. But it works. Now, what got touchy was, you know, when he was talking about the college girls that were sexually assaulted or whatever the fuck it was. That's a little iffy. But still, in the world, in the universe of professional wrestling, it's actually acceptable. Not only acceptable, but it's perfect for what he is and who he's playing and what he's trying to do. Am I wrong here, Vet? No, I, I think it's, I think it's, dude, he did nothing wrong. 
I don't think he did anything wrong either. So even that, even the stuff like if you just you you can't you have to punish somebody for the surface of what they did, not like the implications of like if you say if he says I'm gonna do these bitches like Duke Lacrosse. The mm-hmm. only impl—it's the implication that he made, but he didn't actually say it. The only thing he said was "bitches," which we know they're allowed to say because they say it all the time. So, that—that's the only like offensive thing there. Now, if anybody knows what happened with that story and the 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 victims and those things, like that's up to them to decipher that from what he says. But what he actually says—that's what we have to be able to look at. Can we punish him for that? And I don't think you can. I don't think it's right. Um, I just don't. Well, this is the perfect uh, time to get there and say, uh, the, and you shouldn't have said it. The, yeah. <laughs> so that is the perfect time. Um, really quickly, um, usually in a three count, we do three stories, but I'm going to just throw this out there. Apparently, a former ECW star suggests that Vince McMahon might actually own AEW. Do you remember Gary Wolf? No. Wait, Pitbull? Yep. Oh, okay. So former ECW star, <clears throat> excuse me. Former ECW star, and this is credit, uh, credited to uh, the sportster.com, but this is a story that's been going around on other sites. This is just the one I have here. Um, uh, former uh, ECW star Gary Wolf says he can't explain the amount of, a- of WWE guys just waltzing into AEW and is starting to think that Vince McMahon might actually own AEW. Now, the story continues uh, speaking about how Tony Khan and his dad have always had a relationship somehow with Vince McMahon. And that um, there is a possibility that Vince McMahon is doing what he was doing back in the day with ECW in a partnership with Paul Heyman, funding them and helping them and giving jobs to guys who guys and gals who couldn't really get over on WWE TV, giving them jobs there. Um, so right now, you know, for the fans that are listening, uh, Vet is face palming, shaking his head, rubbing his face. Seems like he absolutely, totally and uh, unequivocally uh, disagrees with this story. Not me. I'm just I'm just the messenger here. Do you think there's any chance BKM owns AEW? Zero percent chance. Why? Why zero? No chance in hell. Yeah. Well, the justification that he even provides is weak anyway. Like, even if you want to look at that, like, listen to what you said. Listen to the sentence that you read, or not that you read, but that you that you just said that these guys couldn't get over on WWE television, so he's sending them to this completely other league. What do you mean, get over? It's their job to get everybody over. If they wanted them over, they would have got them over. Yes. You sure about yes. that? Yes. Do, do you not get how this works after all these years still? Oh. Maybe I'm playing devil's advocate. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm trying to get a conversation out of us. Yeah, maybe. This isn't even worth our time. What I thought we I would talk it. about is... Uh, is uh, the fact that what they've been reporting about the cuts and everything that have happened, this massive roster cut that NXT just went through, so and and how the rumors are, the reports are that it was Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and and uh, what was the other person? Was it Kevin Dunn? Anyways, was, uh, no, uh, Khan, Nick Khan. Mm, yeah, but I don't think Nick Khan went to the Performance Center. I think there was three people that went to the Performance Center uh, and and looked at this. Right. Um, I think Nick Khan's just the one that like does brother pay- love? files of paperwork. Well, I said Bruce Pritchard. You yeah. said Bruce. Okay. Um, so it's Vince and Bruce and somebody else. Anyways, this is all Meltzer reporting, so you got to take it with your grain of salt. But um, the the idea shit. being that they're saying like uh, the 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 verdict is. 
uh, no more midgets, no guys starting in their 30s, um, that they're they're going back to like a certain look and that NXT is getting a, a rebrand, not a rebrand, but like touching up the graphics, touching up the presentation somewhat, the lighting, which I've gone even, even as far back as my own individual podcast saying that the reason that one of the reasons I think NXT struggled to keep up with AEW on Wednesdays is just because the show looks like it's in it's in a warehouse and not like yeah it looks dark and dank and it's black and yellow is already like those are the generic colors you know for like yeah I had a I had a um you know if you ever been to Lucky's the supermarket it's it's like their generic food aisle was like all yellow labels with black letters on it and when you go to those those discount grocery stores they use black and yellow like food for less or things or like you know you just see it you see it it's basically like generic is what it's saying and the the lights look dim it's just it just kind of looks a little bit low budget and we know it's not low budget we know it's unlimited budget so just shit like that. So so supposedly all that stuff's coming. I you know I th- I thought that would be more of an interesting talking point in terms of what we've been talking about, uh, how well, NXT's been presented. You know what? And- you know what? That every fucking week, I ask you if there's anything you would like to talk about. I stopped. I stopped because you're like, no, I'm good. So maybe next week, uh, if I text you, hey bud, uh, any stories you're interested in talking about for the show? Maybe throw one out there. It's my job a hell of a lot easier. I kind of figured this was like a uh, a no-brainer, so I didn't... Well, maybe I missed the story. Yeah. I am busy. Yeah. But we got Gary Wolf, though, so... But, you know, the, sto- the, the story continues there that they're, they're saying that there's a possibility that NXT may, they may just shut it down. Hmm. You think that's really... possible? No. All right, so what I wanted to do was... I'm glad you brought that up then because I was going <laughs> to, believe it or not... Um, well, no, it's not, not really a shoot. I had thought about it. But if you look at the description here, it's kind of like along the lines of what I wanted to talk to you about as we review NXT. And that's now since that visit, since that story came out, will this week be booked differently? Will we see things that we really haven't seen or is it going to be the same old shit? Well, mm-hmm. we're going to have to figure this out because, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to review WWE NXT August 10th, 2021. We could play the whole Poppy album now. No one can stop us. No one can stop us. Ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT. August 11th, 2021. As we let this fade away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like eating that nice piece of chocolate and let it melt all over your tongue, Poppy. She can get it. Say cheese. Say Say cheese. cheese, baby. So, yeah, dude. Will this be booked differently? Hmm. Well, the main event says uh, based different. We'll talk about that a little later. But um, what do we kick the show off here with? Uh, so we kick the show off with a match between Dakota Kai and Saray. Now, apparently, uh, Ember Moon has some type of <clears throat> injury that she was off TV. Is she going to be released? 
This is, mm. Let me just ask you right now. Is this storyline? Do you think she's going to get let go? Like, is this just... It's possible. It's possible. But why even make the point of bringing it up, though? If you... Is it just because you get advertised? You could just release her. <laughs> you could, but I don't know. Maybe I something... Guess you- I think yeah. there's more to this story, bro. I think we're going to come back next week and find out that, that you know, she's Italian and that she touched somebody inappropriately. Mm, I can see it. Ember Moon, yeah, it's definitely. Ember. Got that Italian. Uh... You know, for a year, almost a year when I started doing NXT Next Level with Ben, I was calling her Amber Moon the entire mm-hmm. fucking time until I think a show or two before me and Ben stopped doing it together and I started doing it with Colin. And he's like, Dude, it's Ember. I'm like, what? No, bro, he's, you know, you keep calling her Amber. I mean, Amber's over, but it's Ember. I'm like, oh, now I get it. The fire, Ember. You know, yeah. I, I never got it. So Dakota Kai faces Saray here. Mm-hmm. And all right, so if, if you guys and gals have not been listening to me, I've been saying how Saray is the absolute drizzling shits. I think she's fucking terrible, and I think she's dangerous. And I said, like, I, I, I think I came across enough to say that I think her this tryout for her isn't going too well, and she's probably going to be done. She's not going to be around too much longer. And I think this is the genesis of the Say Goodbye Saray tour as she mm-hmm. fucking loses clean to Dakota Kai to set up. Like, like she is not even the second most important person in this match because the most important thing is that, guess what? Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is coming to fucking get some retribution. Yeah, pal. Dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah, no, not doing that. So, um, all right, you know what? Just for you. This is the Raquel Gonzalez era. This is the Raquel Gonzalez. What the? F- when they say that, that do you not cringe just a little bit? I just laugh just like I'm doing right now. Makes me smile. <sighs> Here we go. Anyway, so it's, you know, this show, I got to tell you, for me, I was expecting something different. But you know what it was? Let me go to my boy, Roman Reigns. What did you think, Roman? It's like missionary position every single night. <laughs> I don't disagree. It's the same shit. So nothing different, but we're talking about this match. Dakota Kai is a phenomenal worker. I think she's really good, man. Um, I like her character. She's a little small, but it's funny. It's the same thing. Remember when I told you a couple of weeks ago how when Adam Cole stood face to face with Bronson Reed, I'm like, wow, Bronson Reed is really fucking short. Well, Saray is tiny. She's a little mm-hmm. thing, a little thicker. Mm-hmm. But Dakota Kai is, is, is like minuscule. And Saray so, so wasn't, she's a small girl. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, listen, this match ends with uh, with Dakota Kai hitting her scorpion. What is it, scorpion kick? No. What the hell she go over with? Um, I forget what they call it, but it's, oh, the- it's just like a running, like she runs around in a circle and, and f- gives you that face wash boot in the corner. Kind of like a haluva kick, oh, yeah, except the, from yeah. the side. Yeah, the haluva kick. Yeah, we we'll call it haluva kick. That's what it is. When she does that move, I'm afraid that she's going to hyperextend her knee, or is it just me? Well, she's the captain of Team Kick, so she That's would right. know how to do it correctly if anybody would, right? That's right. And by the way, and for people that don't that have never listened to the Next Level podcast, 
the vet has so if if teams or groups or factions or people don't have cool nicknames or or faction mm-hmm. names the vet will give you give them one and this young I lady will, is the captain of i will do Kim. my best no no actually that's hers that is hers that that's is a not, thing somebody that's wrote not that? That's not provided by me. The actual team kick is uh, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, I believe, which you can find every Friday night on SmackDown with Shotzi. Uh, but she was the original other half of team kick. It's getting really hot in this fucking room. I know, man. I'm telling you. Just saying, why don't you put your fan on? Like, I'm, I'm getting hot thinking that you're hot. Man, not because it, you're attractive. Look hot? You're very do I look attractive. hot? Like, well, I mean, you're very it's, attractive. It's starting to sweat. I'm not, yeah. not yeah. into you. Like, now what? Well, I think you, two two straight men can complement each other without we? there being a thing. If we're Italian, oh, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, which we're not, but uh, no, because so, no, anyways, I, can, um, can I just get something over real quick? Go ahead. I fucking go ahead. So, you done? Good. All right. Thanks, son. That's what's up, son. Yo, so you know, I sent a, a text message to Colin. You know, because I'm a group chat with him and Billy Ray Valentine, right? And my mother, my mother, when she met Colin for the first time, she was like, wow. She goes, that, that's a good looking, like, and same thing with Jen. When she met, when she met Colin, she goes, wow, he's much better looking. And Colin's a f- very fucking good looking guy, but you can't yeah. tell. He doesn't like, do anything to help himself. No. He looks homeless most of the time, but like right. if he cleans up, bro, he, he looks good. Yeah. He can, he can get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He can get it. I'm not going to give it to him. I don't know. About anyone but, here, but sure, but someone, someone, well, somebody's someone. well, his wife, well, yeah, well, it's fiance, fiance. It's fiance. Fi- his fiance, yeah, his fiance. But anyway, so I, I, I you know, I, t- I send Colin, I'm like, dude, you're a handsome man. He can't take the compliment. He sends me this shit. Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? You are gay. So, you know, you're telling me that we can compliment each other but apparently colin has a problem with that i can't tell him that he's he's very handsome maybe it's the way you did it i don't know it was a text message you know like when you read a text message like Mm -hmm. depending on how your headspace is you could see something totally different than the way the person may have sent it so maybe he just felt it it. it's like ben hameen his fucking dreamy eyes yeah his beautiful eyes like if you ever see if you ever like so when i when i stand the beard sets it off because he, because when I knew him, he wasn't. He had like the five o'clock. He had like the the, the stubble, the perpetual stubble. Oh, he was bald then. He he yeah. He, he looked like a young Paul Sorvino. Right, and, right, uh, right, right. So the eyes were not as pronounced. But now that the hair is gone, mm-hmm. the beard is thick. Mm-hmm. The eyes really pop. Right. Yeah. And he so has very. That's why lips. I told him he looks better now as an yeah. older man than he did as a younger man. Full lips, you know. He's he's getting mm-hmm. in better shape. Ben's hot. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. And the personality, like. You know he's he's so charismatic that you know that adds like a lot to the uh, looks meter. But I, I wonder if when he's with his wives, like when he's finishing, he's like, "Oh, y'all, y'all, I mean, <laughs> well, it's it's yeah, it res- you know, it doesn't matter what their feelings are on the subject. I mean, you think when he's when he's you know doing the nasty with some of the wives, he's like heels over strong. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I wouldn't put it past him. Right. So with back the to the hand, match, right? With the hand uh, did you? That's ten fingers. Uh, what? What? what do, you, do you have anything else to say about the the, the match here? I couldn't uh, care less about the match because uh, really, no. Okay, I, I didn't care about them. But oh, but like I said, remember I was telling you that it's, it's like goodbye, Saray. So she loses 
in a so check this out. So she loses her first matchup. She was undefeated. They put her, oh, she's undefeated, the rising sun, all that shit. And she loses a match against somebody who's smaller than her, which is fine. It, it is what it is. But she loses her first match unceremoniously. If you think about it, because she lost her first match against an opponent that she wasn't really supposed to have. It's kind of a throwing match. And she wasn't even the important part of the match because Raquel Gonzalez comes in to try to kick this girl's ass. So what did you think? Um, well, as far as that goes, I think it's like, this is a good a time as any to get that loss out of the way because they want to, I don't, I don't think she would have, uh, Ember Moon would have gone over, but I think because no. Dakota Kai stepped in and she's got the number one contender spot right now, they didn't want her to lose. It is a bad position to put both of them in depending on what they want to do. Right. I mean, mm. taking an L to Dakota Kai is not the worst thing that could happen to you. What about D? Hmm. Well, I don't think that Dakota likes the D. I don't know about Saray. Wait. Are you serious? Like a late period? I think she likes the B, as in Baszler. They're dating? I don't know this. I don't. I don't pay attention to to their. Check your sources. My sources. Sources. Dinosaurs. Hey. Uh, Remember dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Do you remember that? Kind of do, but uh, I'll have to look more into that later to refresh my memory. Some oh, well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the fucking theme song to it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that uh, I, I didn't think it was too too bad. It wasn't it wasn't random. It, now, if you if you just had Saray do a random job to a random person and not the number one contender at Takeover, then yeah, I think we could have worried a little bit. This not as worried. Um, what I did worry about was during the match, I noticed that Saray was doing uh, some light hair brushing, uh, which for those of you who aren't aware is one of my pet peeves in wrestling, where when you're selling, you like move the hair out of your face rather than concentrate right. on being hurt. And uh, but, but what she was doing a lot more of was uh, pulling up her trunks over her like kind of flabby stomach. If you notice, there was uh, multiple instances of her like selling on the ground and like pulling her trunks up, pulling right. her trunks up, pulling her trunks up, trying to be sneaky about it. And she was fast. Uh, she wasn't. She wasn't as fast as the the speed of light, um, Evelise, but she's still pretty fast. And uh, she so she kind of looked like Roman Reigns in there with all the hair brushing and tights pulling. But um, yeah, not a fan of that. I always wonder why, as a woman, if you're if you're self conscious about your stomach, why do you have the sort of like you, you know what I mean? Where they have like the bra top and then they have like the well, the, it, it, the tights bottom and then they have just a band of stomach exposed. Well, you we, could we, just have a singlet uh, and, and, and hold all that shit in. And then you wouldn't have to worry about like trying to pull your tights up over your flab. But for some reason, a lot of them like the two piece. Taya, Valk Taya Valkyrie. Um, what's her name now? Uh, uh, Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet. Same thing. She has a fucking fat window. Yeah, she, yeah, that's even weirder because it's like a full body suit, but it has a diamond cut out in the fat area. Like, I don't get it. Who, who said you needed to see your stomach? Like, did Catwoman, did Michelle Pfeiffer have like a, mm. a piece cut out in Batman Returns in her stomach? No, she, she did not. She was fucking hot. Right. In that movie. I bet oh. she was hot in that suit too because they didn't look like it breathed very much. But By the way, uh, dinosaurs? I got to play this for you. Yeah, you don't remember this? All right, here we go. There we go, let me see if I can play it here. So far, it fucking rocks. 
This is the extended version. So maybe I shouldn't play the whole thing, but it's fine. Maybe I can fast forward it. Fucking epic. You know what's great? You know what I always think about when I hear stuff like that? I always think like somebody that no one's ever heard of went into the studio and they had to sing their ass off for this thing. He probably didn't even know what it was. He's like, what is this? Dino saucers? What is this shit? All right. Well, anyway, here we go. Dino saucers. You know, like he's like he's really trying. You know what I mean? But he's probably like, this is this is not what I imagine my career going like. You know, what I mean? for, for people like just just listening, not watching. I, I can see the guy with the fucking uh, greased up mullet back in the back in the eighties, yeah. with his with his hands like in, in, too balled up and shit, just fucking with his eyes closed, just kind of like singing it like into the mic with yeah. the fucking sweat dripping and and, and, and somebody yeah. sniffing coke off his penis. Yeah, because you know? know they don't you know they don't get that on the first take, so he had to do like a bunch of them. And he's like in his mind, he's like, I thought I was gonna be opening for Crew. Ugh. You know, this is not where I saw my career going. Nope. Anyway, so do you remember dinosaurs at all though? It was space dinosaurs? No, I. Like I said, I sort of remember it, but I got to see some imagery. Don't worry. Uh, so let's just try to stay on track with this. Sure, man. Because uh, we're still in the first fucking match. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, there was one thing I really did like in this, uh, besides the fact of Dakota Kai getting all those shoot kicks and everything. Like, I always I always love... I, I actually like when Saray beats the shit out of people. I know Ray doesn't, but I do. Uh, and there was this one thing where she put a bridging STF on Dakota Kai. You remember that? Where she put the sure. bridging, you know, you know, the old bridging STF. And then Dakota actually like she reached back behind her back, like in a like almost in a hammer lock and pulled Saray's hair to get her to break the hold. That was sick. I've never seen that, but it's genius. Uh, so whoever either if she came up with that or whatever agent told her to do that. Nice job. Nice job. Um, I'm trying to see if I can pull up this. Dino saucers pictures, dude, I can do this on my own time. So next we get a short film about important about index, uh, and their date that's coming up. Did you like this, this masterful short film? They'll probably be nominated for an Academy award. Well, I gotta be honest. I, I, I I did like, hold on. Let me, can you see that? No. Can can you see the, the dinosaurs? You don't see it on the screen. No, it's really not on the screen. You don't see it. No, it's not. I don't know how to do this shit. It doesn't matter. Okay. So let's talk about the whole thing. Can we talk about everything all in one instead of doing segment by segment? No, I like segment by segment. Let's do it that way. Are you being facetious? Actually, no. I prefer to... Because that, that helps us keep in mind, like the format of the show so that we can comment on that as well as like okay. did they put these did they space these out far enough right did they you know did it did it uh provide a good thread to keep us interested throughout the show that kind of thing okay fair enough so um we get johnny gargano and candice LeRae. they're in the kitchen like i said i think i had predicted they would be in the kitchen uh mm -hmm. talking about you know the kids you know like like candice LeRae doesn't want to give this a shot but Johnny Gargano was a little open-minded about it. You know, he's like, oh, we got to at least make it work or try for her. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, like she's their daughter, you know, by the way, apparently this other kid, uh, Austin, what's his name? Uh, fucking the kid that, that was part of the way. Austin theory, Austin theory. Nobody knows where he's shirtless somewhere in the woods. Apparently nobody knows where he is. Nobody's even looking for him. Good parenting, by the way. But, um, you know, you, you get a knock on the door. Okay. And then, uh, 
Dexter walks in with some beautiful black flowers. Just so you know, this is not the only time we're going to see black roses on this show. So I don't know if anybody paid it. Did you pay attention? Did that stick out to you? Okay, not good. Are you hungry? I have a note. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like I hear something like rumbling, like a stomach. I, oh, is I that what it getting, is? I was untwisting my water bottle cap. So, so yeah, he knocks on the door. And the very first thing is, what are your intentions with my daughter? You know? Um, Who writes this shit? I don't know. I mean, so what did you think of this first segment? Rotten. Um, I mean, okay, cinematically, c- cinematically, uh, it was nice. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 to me, I'm just like, the same thing. I always like, Why am I watching this on my professional sports um, broadcast? Did, um, did Dexter Loomis look good to you? What do you mean? Like handsome? Like, like for nice, a date? Yeah. Like he, yeah, he looked presentable? Like would I let him in my house? Yeah, would you that let him? Of... I mean, he had the nice dress shirt, nicely fitted, but it did have skulls and knives on it. Did you notice that? Mm, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'd, mm, probably not. Probably not going to let him in. No. Yeah. Sorry. Just putting it out there. Um, so you thought this segment was, as you would say, rotten. Yeah, I'm just not into this stuff. And it's not, it'd be one thing if you were doing something stupid and I thought it was funny, but I don't think it's funny. So that really hurts. <laughs> uh, I, I'm willing to accept funny comedy, even in places it shouldn't normally be. If it is indeed funny, I don't find it funny. Other people may not. That's why we have differing opinions um, because not everybody, you know, human beings are not a monolith. What is a monolith? Maybe you can look that up with the dinosaurs' images. Dinosaurs are fucking over, dude. Anytime you get dinosaurs and anything from space, that shit is fucking over. But you know what else is over, ladies and gentlemen? This all started when Legato started talking real spicy. We tried to let this go, but then y'all went and jumped down and swerved. Behind our backs. Because you knew damn well that if we pulled up on y'all face to face, we turn your teeth into chicklets. The moment you put your hands inside my mouth and snatched out my grill, you not only disrespected Swerve, mm. you disrespected it, bro. Mm. You disrespected our culture. Facts. So now he pulls up a wrestling mask. And uh, he's... <laughs> okay. Respect. He takes the mask and he tosses it into the flaming garbage can. <laughs> That's it. All right, that's enough. It's like a true baby face would, right? So they pipe burning some... burning a mask. That's that's what they... a baby face would do. Well, is this an anti-masking? Is this going to be struck down? No. Uh, sure, because they're burning a mask. It's anti-masking. It's a lucha mask. You know, somebody in Walmart back in 2020 wore a lucha libre mask and was like, "I'm wearing a mask," you know. <laughs> fucking holes that cut out in the, over the mouth and nose mm-hmm. technically he's wearing a mask i'm just putting it out there all right so hit row yeah, who, who wrote that who wrote that was that like uh that was the uh that was the writing staff for the uh fresh prince of bel-air reboot right they wrote that dialogue for these guys right bro this is shits man are they getting are they getting less hood and street with every appearance yep see you see what i'm telling you remember how i told you they were getting over with me hit row I was loving what they were doing. I like the cipher. After the cipher, I think you, you ever remember that segment when shit gets real by Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle? 
I think yeah. shit got Or when too keeping real. it real goes wrong, right? When keeping it real goes wrong, my bad, yeah. Wu Tang. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that is I think that's what happened. Like I think it got too real, too good, too over, and now they're saying cheesy shit. Like like your mouth chiclets and Lucha mask into flaming fucking garbage cans. This whole fucking segment has like, been thrown in the garbage can. Yeah, and burned. I feel <sighs> that uh, someone taught Top Dollar the phrase. Holla, holla. Pull, I, I think they taught him the phrase "pull up on y'all" that afternoon. That's what yeah, it he, sounded like. It's like he was reading it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pull up on y'all. Pull up, pull up what? Like pants? Because we have yeah. saggy pants. Is I don't that, know. I'm not really sure. Do the kids wear saggy pants anymore? Anyways. Best I can do is $7,000 for this Lucha Libre mask. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're you're paying for this. Uh, That's why we try to make this interesting for you, because if we're just let me let's be real that with the people listening for the first time in the Realm Network, if you just have to sit here and let us review the fucking NXT show. Oh, God, I would not. I, I would ask for my money back. But no, I, what we do is I would refuse to do it. I wouldn't show up for work. We well, we make it so that you want to pay more. So I'll, I'll send you guys my PayPal shit afterwards, and then me and you, we can split that uh, 60-40, all right? Nice. Awesome. Uh, I get production so, uh, value. Well, let me ask you this, right? Is Yes, please. Speaking of interesting, mm-hmm. were you interested no. by young Ilya Dragunov? Dude, no. No. Nope. And You're I'm going to tell you something. Not interested. And I'm, nope. Um, so first and foremost, I was under the impression that no more midgets. In the WWE, well, that was, which is they fine. already hired this guy years ago. Okay, so. that's fine. He's already there. Um, listen, in the UK, also, so that the kid, the kid looks like he has, like he looks like he will, as I always say, fight you in an alley for a ham sandwich. Like he has that look about him, um, stature wise. Now he is from another country, so certain things that he says come across a little, a little weird, you know. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, he speaks good enough English. But you're asking me a question. Am I interested? Not yet. Not really. And not after the main event, because I've seen this shit before. Here's here's my impression of Dragunov when I first saw him. And I saw I saw his debut and like, you know, I I stopped watching the NXT UK once the Peacock thing happened. Um but like he was on there for a good chunk of time, so I've gotten to see a sample size from his debut on. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows what he's doing. There's something definitely like there because he has a lot of energy and he has a lot of intensity, but I don't think he knows how to channel it in any significant way. Like you saw how he walked out, even just the way he walks out is awkward. And yeah. then he got up on the top rope and started doing like this weird, like a conductor thing. Like, like, a, like, a, like, like, um, not a condu- what do they call them? The fucking, uh, the, the guys that, that lead the fucking band and shit or the, uh, the orchestra. It's called a, it's called a fucking conductor, right? Is that what is it why is? I said it. Yes. Uh, he doesn't have the stick. He didn't have the stick, but it was like he was using his whole body. Right. In that, and I'm like, what does this have to do with your character? What is your character doing this for? Why are you just doing weird shit to your music? And his matches are generally the same way. Like he goes in there, just does things. They don't have any psychology to them. They look like he's really intense about it, but I don't know from his wrestling, from his promos, 
or anything else about his body language or any presentation, his, his, his gear, his costuming, his street clothes. I don't know what the character is supposed to be in his mind. And I don't know if he knows. Um, maybe he's trying to figure it out on the fly. Um, the kid's got something, but I don't know what, and neither does he, and neither does anybody else. So they can't advise him. <laughs> so I don't, I would just like to, I would love to sit down with him and say like, kid, what are you going for here? And let me see if I can help you get there. Cause it's just like a bunch of stuff at the, like, it's, it's just, he's too much. He's, he's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of, yeah. Yes. You know what? Everything you said there now, I understand why, why I didn't care or why it didn't pull me in. He's just a because weirdo. It's just like, like, why is this little skinny Russian dude who comes down to the ring like he should be goose stepping? Like that music is like militant and yeah, it's, it's almost weird. like it, he he has like almost a German feel to him, but he's Russian, so like that doesn't play into it. And he doesn't go with any Russian stereotypes. Like he doesn't wear like the the babushkas or like he wears any of red. Those. He wears red. He, he does wear red, um, but sometimes not uh yeah he's just a he's just a weird guy but what is a babushka it's one of those hat things yeah, yeah they're very but, warm it's yeah they're um great yeah i definitely don't need one now because boy uh <sighs> I'm but hot uh too, but yeah so uh what i will say though the the one thing i will touch on that you said is like his his english as a second language definitely works for him i think in this promo right. that he did like it made him a little bit more endearing and the story he told in the promo sort of made sense um, but everything else about him is kind of just, it's random. It's just very random. Yeah. I, and then I, Pete Dunn came out and tried to interrupt the randomness and got challenged to a fight for his trouble. So we'll see that later, I guess. We will. And, um, so to answer your question at this point in juncture, we'll get into the main event. Hey, maybe it changes my mind. You're going to have to listen to the end of the show to find out whether it changed my mind, seeing him actually work in the ring with Pete Dunn, um, which we'll hear about later. But anyway, um, they call uh legato all right so we talked about let me see all right so you told about uh, we're at grimes now where are we where are camp oh <laughs> shit it's time to whoa i'm going to the top and i'm going to the moon whoa yeah i say dummy dummy yeah it's that that great time of the of the day Grime time? grimes time mm-hmm. what'd you think what'd you think of this he- segment bro um, well, he, he's no longer having any fun as a butler. No. And he so, tried. Yeah, neither are we, really. Um, we're not having any fun either, because... Well, uh, L.A. Knight is... is watch this. He is interviewed backstage. And, um, you know, he's he's talking about Cameron Grimes, you know, how he you know he's born to be a butler. This is what he is supposed to be. And he doesn't want fucking million-dollar man Tibiasi filling his head with bullshit. You know? Uh, he's just... Cameron Grimes, you are just a butler. And what's the uh, Mackenzie Mitchell? God, she is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. She's a good girl. All these girl. people losing their jobs, and we need someone to hold this mic. Mm-hmm. You tell me you can't, you can't get, like, a, like, an enhancement talent to do that? Yeah, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of women they have as contracted wrestlers that could also hold a mic. Just saying. You know, all the releases... They were saying names that I didn't even know were on NXT. So apparently they were paying like 50 wrestlers mm-hmm. that weren't even working or just doing dark matches, if that. Yeah, or 205. They did 205 too, but... Never heard yeah. of half the talent. Every one of those guys needed... I don't want to say need to be cut because that 
makes it sound like I'm not on their side, but right. I would say they should never have been signed because the WWE never wanted them. No, they never wanted them. They just didn't want other people to have them or, or whatever. So, um, yeah. No doubt. Anyway, um, well, this was what it was. It's setting up what may happen later on. And since we are talking about this match, we get Andre Chase versus LA Knight. And this was a squash. Okay. It was mm -hmm. a squash match. LA Knight goes over quick. But post match, we got, you know, Knight, he tries to, you know, have a uh, grime shine his boots and stuff, but it's interrupted by the uh, million dollar man to DiBiase who comes out. Now, let me ask you a question, Mr. Vet. What did you think about the million dollar man's Ted DiBiase's promo? <laughs> um, I think he forgot it. Yes. He sure fucking did. Like, like not for nothing, bro. During the entire time that he was talking, the only thing that in my head was, then you he shouldn't was, have said it. The, yeah. <laughs> he's like, so he's like, uh, he kept saying to him, you're better than what you are. What you are is much better. Like he would say the same thing in, in, in several different ways. And he had no idea. And I could see Cameron Grimes with his head tilted, like kind of like wanting to guide him with his eyes. And then LA Knight at one point, just like took the mic and you could see like like the, the look of disgust like all right fuck this shit let me give me, let me let me take over this <laughs> this segment but then million dollar man all of a sudden snapped out of it and he kind of kind of remember what he was supposed to say man it's not this is not the first time that he's done this either no we talked fact, about this before. in fact i think he's i think he's batting a thousand for coming out and forgetting what he's supposed to say bro what is going he was arguably in the 80s one of the best fucking live talkers like you know this guy was fantastic even yeah. when he even when he went over to wcw and was one of the original because people may not remember he was the original member of the nwo when he came over one of the original members i think he was like the fourth person that came and joined them or fifth anyway he was still doing his thing but now it's like is it a thing of age too many bumps what do you think yeah something like that well uh, you know i don't know i kind of do like the stipulation they set for this for the for the for the pay per view coming up, because what? Oh, you're shaking your head. I just, uh, dude, who's enforcing this? You can't make somebody be a butler. You can. You know? Yes, you can. You can't. You, you ever heard can't. of a verbal contract? It's legal and binding. Seriously, I'm not even <laughs> being facetious, as you would say. It's legal. <laughs> to, to who? How can you enforce it? Well, I don't know. A couple of a couple of hundred thousand people are watching. Take it to court. Be you know no. Vet, like if I tell you right now, vet, I am going, which I'm not, I'm going to give you $500 because of all the work you do here right now after we're done with recording the show. But I'm not. But, you know, now, um, that's a legal and binding contract. I'm pretty sure it isn't. I bet you it is. Anybody yeah, out there you, in the chat can You can't just it. say things and be like, nope, that's verbal. That's verbal. I said it, I dude. It's, what, that, that's like, uh, it's like no tag backs. This is not how the legal system works, right? It's better that we just cut this off and continue with the show before it All gets right. ridiculous. It's very but, fucking hot in here. But anyway, yeah, it's the, but, <laughs> the butlership is on the line now for Ted DiBiase. Mm -hmm. So uh, what are the chances you think that we get him to, uh, you know, scrub a toilet or... Zero. Okay. Zero. All right. So it's going to be NXT. It's going to be the million dollar championship versus Ted DiBiase as a butler. Not 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 this coming week, but the following week. So next week, um, what we can do is instead of doing the three count, we can preview the pay-per-view, give our picks. OK, we, we can review NXT, give our picks 
And then from that point on, the, the following week, we can actually review the pay-per-view on the show. And then we'll get the three count the following week. But we always start off with a little bit of bullshit, so it's neither here nor there. All right. So, um, all right. So, what do you think of Gigi Dolan? Hmm, that's a little, it's a little number. She's uh, picking up where uh, where Tony Cakes left off. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. There is that one thing she has going for. Her. Sure, fucking does. Um. Oh yeah. All right. Giggity giggity. Yeah, well, she sure she sure can't cut some flowers. Uh, we know that. Well, this um, is the second time we've seen black roses on the yeah. show. Hmm. Continuity is that what this is? Uh, maybe. But you, normally people would say something like, "Hey, there's too many black flowers on this show. Somebody's got to drop." Hey, it, you know. Hey, that's racist. Yeah. Yeah. Why gotta be black, yo? Well, it doesn't. It could just be the sense of like we got two we got two segments that have flowers involved. That's two. That's one too many. So somebody's got to go. Like people do think about that kind of stuff. Obviously, no one here. Um, Will the now, flowers future endeavored? Possibly. You think, you think they'll be cut? Oh, is that what that was? Oh shit! Cutting the flowers. All these people getting cut. Yeah, we're pruning the uh, the roster. Whoa! I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, there weren't too many women that got released. Mm, um, if you really notice. So I did not. Uh, but uh, yeah, so like. This is just the match is what it is. It's very short. Uh, again, much like the the um, L.A. Night match that we previously saw, this is just there to um, get something over. Which in this case is sort of like um, her her partner, the bootleg Chelsea Green, is out there with her. And then later on, we're gonna see the bootleg Chelsea Green. That's funny. Yeah, and then we're gonna see uh, later on that Mandy approves of this uh, in a tweet. Mm. Um, so it's it's keeping Mandy in our minds without having her actually have to show up on the show and do something. So, so that's basically was the point of this. Um, I, I I will give up. I loved that finisher. That's something you can do on anybody, and it's it's really cool. Like it's an abdominal stretch. It's like um, you know how I always joke around saying that the roll up is the most dangerous move in wrestling. Well, that's like an advanced roll up. It's like the ult, like the ultra roll up, like a. It's super like a plex. roll up with a slam, a slam yeah. roll up. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's a great finisher, dude. It works. I don't know if you liked it. Eh, I take really? it or leave it. I can take wow. it or leave it. It's okay said. though. Jenna said. All right, back from commercial break, we return. Dexter and Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell are on their date. So, Fresco. You know, Indy- Fresco. Fresco. Yes. Is that, a, is that a real place? Probably. Who knows. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to Google it right now, but it should have been right. Applebee's because this fucking <laughs> product placement on this show was Bro. definitely heavily towards Applebee's. And they even did that WWE one where like the wrestlers were at Applebee's and they shot like a little short commercial. You didn't see that? Did you get, do you get the commercial, the Ric Flair car commercial with, uh, Sometimes. with, with LA Knight? Sometimes. Yeah. How over is that commercial, dude? I don't know. I fast forwarded every time, but I love it's pretty it. over. It's over. He's like, woo. He says, that's what he says, woo, like 12 times. He's slurring the entire time. Like, you know, he's had a couple of shots of, of gin. A couple of shots. Fuck it. A couple of glasses of gin before. Hey, you know, Ric Flair is here yep. selling car commercials. Woo. Woo. Anyway. Uh, Ric Flair. Woo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If it is a real place, it's local. Yeah. But anywho. It's not showing up. But, but it does. It does. It does. Uh, I get it. So anyway. So uh, it, she orders a whole bunch of appetizers, which I was hungry at that time. You know, watching it, it was just prior to my dinner break at work. And um, stuff, so, mushrooms, some other stuff. So now, listen, man, 
this is this is where we need to dis- to kind of suspend our disbelief. We all have smartphones. Look at me. I just fucking talked into my watch. I can make a phone call. I can call you from my watch right now, okay, dude? I can text you right now from my watch. Well, look, I'm texting you right now. Hold on. Did you get it? Well, again, oh, oh there it is. Uh, okay. haha. But again, like Dick Tracy did that in the 30s, so it's not that big a deal. But. So, so here's the deal. Why is Candace LeRae sitting at a table with a fucking 1973 walkie-talkie? She's got a full CB radio. It's like with with the <laughs> the mouthpiece and everything. Like she should have had like one of those trucker caps on. Like uh, Andy Hardwell. Um, I'm Castle Ray. This is a uh, Flying Eagle. Flying Eagle to uh, Sitting Duck. I don't even know what the fuck they said. It was it was incredible. She had binoculars was... too, even though. Why did she have binoculars? She was only sitting four feet away from them. Yeah. Close enough that you could hear on the CB radio that she had. Um, that was yeah. that was fantastic. Well, anyway, so basically, you know, she gets stooged off by the fact that she's sitting there and they hear <laughs> that she's only four feet away. She stooges herself off. Please, please finish breaking this down, dude. This is okay. So, like, you basically said it. It's just your typical shitty comedy. She, you know, Indy comes over and is like, says, basically says, "Get the fuck out of here." And then she goes and sits back down with Dexter and says, now, where were we? Mm-hmm. And then they cut. And I'm like, no, pussies, if you're going to make us sit through this, where, where were we actually? What are you going to say now? You're going to say you're you're cutting away right when Dexter and Indy are about to start a conversation. That's when you decide, yeah, cut this. We don't need to see this. We saw the radio part. We don't need to see the rest of it. You know, you make us sit through this, but you know, you got nothing. You got nothing. Nothing. Nah, because Dexter don't talk. N-U-T-H. I N. I N apostrophe. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Or maybe nothing. Where's your Willy Wonka? What Willy Wonka? You know the one. Oh, this one? Hold on. <laughs> so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Like how you said, what Willy Wonka? Like you have any other ones? I didn't remember what, what you were talking about. <laughs> I have so many fucking sound bites on this thing loaded up. I have oh, this one. I, no, I didn't even, please. I didn't even stop. use this. Hold on. What was this one? Oh, so when I was watching this, this this is the this is what I had a uh, hold on. See. Oh God! No, God, please, no, 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 no! That's what that's what happens in my brain every time Ray plays an audio clip from this show, like with the uh, the the hit row promo. And uh, I got one coming at the end though. Two minutes long. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Either way. So what do we got? So anyway, so you were saying that you know you're angry because they didn't. You know, you don't. You didn't hear Dexter talk. Dexter, Dexter talk at all. That's the. That's well, the rip, I just, right? I just always think it's funny how like the uh, ostensibly. Let's pretend this is half-ass real for a second. So Time you out. obviously o- ostensibly. What does that mean? You're so smart, uh, dude. Yeah, um, you can Big Google words. that along with monolith. Uh, I can't spell it. How am I going to Google can, it? Uh, it's speech to text. I don't um, do this. Hold on. What does ostensibly S- mean? Ask Siri. Siri should tell you. Ostensibly means apparently, oh, British reportedly, Siri. but perhaps not actually. <laughs> yeah, I changed. See, isn't her voice. that perfect? Isn't that perfect? So, so uh, ostensibly, we have a camera crew following around Indy Hartwell to document their date. That would be the only reason that the cameras at this restaurant, right, mm-hmm. or at the or at the Dairy Queen's house, or any of the other places that they go, right? So. Sure. 
if you're filming a documentary ostensibly why why are you going to take the that's a b ostensibly with a b that's what i said um, ostensibly yeah okay and then uh it, so you're filming it and then right when they're about to have a conversation that's when you cut the cameras off right so it's that's my point but i think we've already spent way too much time on that yeah let's um, let's get to something exciting like this big face-off with uh you know uh adam and uh kyle here because uh you know this was this was advertised as if it was a match like guys face off huh face off next week well check this out dude i can just play this little soundbite right here not a soundbite this little gimmick here and this is pretty much the entire show the prior promo here we go you can't hang with me you aren't on my level that's it that's what this was that's that seriously that's what this was this was uh kyle o'reilly being told by adam cole that Adam Cole is just his shadow. That's it. And then they did a whole bunch of stuff. So the first match, I don't, you know, Kyle O'Reilly says, I'm going to choose it for it. It's just going to be a regular fucking match. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. But the second one, Adam Cole's pissed now. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to beat you a wrestling match. Okay. But we're going to fight. The second is a street fight. Okay. I thought he was going to say, um, because, you know, he says, you threw me into this only makes sense. If you think about it, you threw me into a fucking ladder. I mean, you threw me into a fucking uh, chair. Um, what is it? The steps, right? You threw me you into got, the metal. I thought you it was gonna do be, a stairs match. I thought it was gonna be you a stairs bring, match. Bring back tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs from yeah. like 2017 or whatever the fuck. That's that was. that's what I thought it was gonna be, but nope. So it's just a street fight, and then so predictable, super fucking. These guys start going at it. They can't control them. They can't hold back these two fucking five eight hundred sixty five pound dudes, right? So William William Regal jumps on the microphone. You know he wanted to laugh inside. He's like, "Yeah, I knew this was going to happen. So we're gonna make this a steel cage match, dude." I knew the third fall. So now Adam Cole's like, "There's not even gonna be a third fall." Yes, there is. Of course, there is. There's always a. Th- there's always. I hope there's not, third. but because then it'll will be, be shorter. Oh, there will be. I would my like friend. to hope. Oh, sorry. It's gonna be. Gonna be. You know what? They're gonna add a fourth match. Ooh. Yeah. Well, this is this is already like the 10th match, so. Yeah, pal. Who cares? Anyway, anything you want to say about this cuz I could not fucking care less. And I mean no. that from the bottom of my heart. I could not I know Ben talks about this dude possibly he could be the next fucking uh Shawn Michaels. I don't know. I don't know. No, he can't. He's going to he's going to have to have neck surgery eventually cuz if you hold that fucking melon on that little fucking twig that you call a neck for that for that that many years and not not fucking have to fix it i don't know well not even that like just take that out of it assume he could stay at stay bulletproof his entire career but like 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 sean michaels could actually if he could he can't but even pretending that he could he could actually just put all of his knowledge in adam cole's brain and adam cole wouldn't get it no i don't think so he doesn't have the capacity to understand on the level that sean michaels and all those other guys that were great like him came from he just doesn't get it and if he does he's willfully ignoring it and i'm not sure which one's worse so you tell me because here because like okay i know adam cole could go out there and he could work he could just do a match call nothing in the back just have a match with anybody just a regular match facts. you know like like fall number one regular match facts, uh and facts. yeah with any with anybody but he just doesn't want to do that you know he knows he can he knows how to do it he might even be able to make it make sense but 
That's not how these guys work anymore. He doesn't want to do that for whatever reason. Nope. 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 So, <clears throat> um, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, we uh, have uh, Team Titty. They have words for the boring guys. Not much yeah. to say there. So, ladies uh, and gentlemen on Realm, this is an example of uh, a team that mm -hmm. that vet has improved their name because yes. they have no name. No name. So they're Team Titty. That's Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Get it? Titty. Mm -hmm. T T. It's actually yeah. three T's, but. You know, not Triple quite K-Sounds, where you have four K-Sound name, but the the three T's, because Timothy, but but the second T is like a, a, a it's like a soft th, th so, T, so, so we'll like go with Tommaso T. and Timmy, yeah. Tommaso and Timmy, okay, fine, so. Titty, Team Titty. You know, they cut a promo and Ciampa throws a chair again. He always does that, he gets up and throws that chair, like, is that, you know, it's does William Regal find him for the chairs that he ruins? Woody. I'm wondering. I don't know. Mm, probably not. And then another one, another promo. You get uh, MSK mocking Imperium. Um, what, oh, yeah. what do you think about this? I was going to play that, but I was like, eh. Thank God. No, it's it's, it's okay. Is that right? It's okay. Uh, well, here's something with a little meat on it that we could talk about. That's Literally some said. meat on it. Um, the breakout tournament match, mm -hmm. which is uh, Odyssey Jones, who's got a lot of meat on him. Um, versus the next cut uh, <laughs> that NXT's going to have, um, which is Carrot Top before the gas. Uh, I'm trying to find something, because I, I, I did a tweet yesterday, and I meant this when I said this. Let me see. Uh, how do you spell Twitter? T-W-I-T-T. I know. It is what it is, bro. What do you want me to do? All right, here we go. All right, so we're talking about the breakout tournament here, right? So let me see if I can get this fucking. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Wow, I have a nice picture of us on this thing. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Tweets and replies. So yesterday I tweeted at the WWE, and, and I meant this. I don't know how, if, how you feel, but at show 94, that's Odyssey Jones, is exactly the type of in-ring performer and larger-than-life WWE, hashtag WWE NXT, um, character WWE's been waiting for size, athleticism, charisma, and that it factor that they all talk about. This man reminds me of a young, and I tagged at Mark Henry, and that is a huge compliment. Do you disagree with anything I tweeted there? I don't know that Mark Henry was this same kind of character, but uh, other than that, yeah. Well, we remember but, when he but came in as a baby said, face. He came in as I, a baby face. Oh, I remember. Dude, okay. I remember. He came out dressed like an American flag, and Jerry Lawler probably said something about his mom, and then he threw Jerry Lawler into the crowd uh, from the <laughs> ring. But, uh, yeah, so I, I know that Mark Henry, but, you know, this is just a little different. He's a lot more hype than Mark Henry was as yes. far as, like, his, his own thing. But, but other than that, and I even said – if you remember a couple shows ago or whatever it was when we last saw him, I was like, this is who they were expecting Bronson Reed to be or what they wanted Bronson right. Reed to be. And then they realized, you know, obviously if Vince McMahon and them guys came down there and saw everybody, they saw Odyssey Jones, and then mm -hmm. they saw Bronson Reed, and they were like, cut this motherfucker. Right. And then now we're in the, we're in the situation we're in where Odyssey Jones is about to win the breakout tournament, and Bronson Reed's about to get in the soup kitchen line. Uh, oh. And he's going to clean him out. He's going to clean him out because he's he likes he's a he's a resident thick boy. Sure. Um, but uh, 
but yeah but then but like speaking of cuts like next is uh is this kid uh what's his Clay name baxter he's Clay baxter blake christian whatever you want to call him he shaved his goatee it helped a little bit it's too late um he's basically just looks like a, a small child in there even before he got it, he looks he looks like a small child even when he's in there with Drake Maverick because it looks like two small children playing on the playground. But uh, but here especially, he looks like a small child. And this match kind of unfolded the way that uh, that's my note. Yeah, my note says universe tends to unfold as it should. Right. So, so this this match was booked the way it should have been mat, uh, booked. It was at a point where um, Trey Baxter was trying to do a roll up. And I love the way he was trying to roll him up, but he couldn't get him over. And he was basically holding up. Trey Baxter was holding up his own body weight, trying to pull down Odyssey Jones. But Odyssey Jones just grabbed him by his little skinny neck and picked him up and threw him. Mm -hmm. Um, This match was booked perfectly. I was afraid that there was going to be too much of that 50-50 bullshit. But nope. This was a match where the dude was too big, too strong, too athletic. Yes, Trey Baxter is still a professional. So he was able to, to, you know, get in some offense. But it wasn't unbelievable like he wasn't body slamming fucking odyssey jones and you know what i'm saying tossing him out of the ring and shit mm-hmm. he couldn't get this dude off his feet for shit and if he did it's because he attacked the leg which made sense to me um i thought this was great and i love that fucking rock bottom type finisher that odyssey jones does perfect perfect finisher something that he can do to anybody anywhere out of anywhere out of you know like like rko out of nowhere he can do it out of nowhere hit that rock bottom boom wouldn't be surprised. He could do that. He could do that to almost. Hell, fucking yes, he could do that to almost. He's he's. He, he you could do that he, to uh, what's that? What's uh, Commander Aziz? Sure, why not? But the only thing is that jacket. That thing will pop any <laughs> minute. Hard now. To, yeah. Well, there's more stuff to grab on the jacket. Lots of uh. Grab by one of his fucking lapels and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got like uh, five lapels. <laughs> yeah, odd, on the left shoulder. An odd number of lapels. Yeah, I uh, yeah I agree. Now I said this would happen, and last last time when I said this would happen, you're like, eh. But mm. I was right. I still don't think it's going to be big. I still think it's going to be big versus small. Mm, well, who does Duke Hudson have? He's got um, uh, what's Carmelo Hayes. He's not even that small. Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes is not really that small. So Carmelo Anthony's pretty small. Well, he's small compared to like the Duke Hudsons and the Odyssey Jones of the world, but he's way bigger than a. Uh, you know trey baxter so i, I don't know I, I i'm sure it's going to be hudson and jones and then it's going to be probably hudson i think that's how they'll book it i wouldn't do it but i'll go with that uh Carmelo Hayes listed at 195 510 he's yeah decent, at 510. decent size human being i think he's i think he's a shoe 510 he looks 510 could be yeah but adam cole is booked at six feet tall seen that picture i sent you why you lie like why, why that's why i'm like people can find this shit out like they can just look at you because they know people uh-huh. are six feet tall and then when they see adam cole next to him be like what so why would you even why would you even put yourself in that position Bro, lying like that it's a picture he's I got an issue it's a picture a I mental sent, problem i sent a picture of vet a picture of vet a picture of uh zach saber jr who's a shoot six feet tall standing next to adam cole who looks like he's five four and then i go on wikipedia or Google, and I Google both their sizes, and I put it together, and I sent it to you in a little package. They're both listed at six feet tall. Dude, he's got at least a foot on him. It's insane. We need to find a picture of him standing next to Britt. Britt Baker? Doctor. See who's taller. I, uh, can you find one? Maybe later. Okay, that's fine. You um, shouldn't have said it. But, yeah, uh, so this is, uh, yeah. This, this, okay. we, we got what we wanted out of this. 
And um, we, oh, and also Odyssey caught a shoot kick. Uh, oh, a little, a little, a little stray kick. Uh, sure did from Trey. That that probably didn't help his chances of keeping his contract any, but. Um, and they replayed it nice and slow, so you can see that foot going mm-hmm. right across that big man's. But you know what? That kick, that little hoof that he kicked him with, <laughs> that little hoof, you could tell. He kicked the shit out of him. Odyssey Jones just sold it, got right back up. He was fine. We got we had a lot of that, too, by the way, but we're not, I'm not going back. A lot of people okay. getting hit with, with killers and just getting up, mm-hmm. hulking up. Nah, not yeah. my cup of tea, but um, okay. Well, who's next? Okay, let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. Back from commercial, we got uh, Kushida. He leaves uh, Williams Regal, William Regal's office shortly after. Malcolm Bivens, uh, Bell Biv DeVoe, he uh, comes out and tells uh, what's her face that uh, Regal's got some news. And Regal does come out and says, next week, MSK will defend the tag team titles versus Imper- against Imperium. Or Imperial, whatever the fuck they call. And Kushida will defend Cruiserweight title against Roderick Strong. Cool. All right, title All matches right. next week. Title matches. This so is also get, where Mandy tweeted at Gigi, uh, and then did she? Yeah, and then right before this, uh, Boa said uh, did a little promo saying disobedience will not be tolerated. So right, right. We'll find out if disobedience is tolerated, we or shall if it find even out. happens. Well, we get Boa versus uh, ass kicker Drake Maverick. Apparently, uh, Drake Maverick is such an ass kicker. That it took fucking demon lady to spray fucking that gimmick in his face out of her mouth to get to distract him. See, this is not good. And I'll tell you why I didn't like the booking of this match. Because now you get in this character with this boa guy, right? Who's supposed to be a fucking martial arts kung fu, kung fu fighter killer, right? He's having a lot of trouble with Drake, Drake Maverick. So much trouble that he had to have his female counterpart, demon lady out there, spray something in Drake Maverick's mm-hmm. face so that he can hit the, the kick to the head and finish him off uh, for a, a dirty pen, I guess you would call it or whatever. So he cheated to win. Did this work in any way for you to put the, this? Does this guy Boa look, look dangerous now? Like, are you scared to mm-hmm. fight this guy? I love the way he looks, by the mm-hmm. way. He's got a good look. The kid can, I think the kid can, can wrestle. Is he, is, all right, I'm going to ask you a question. Does a kid know how to work that boa? No, but that's because there's no history of wrestling in China. So he's learning everything from scratch, you know, just like Xia Li did. Right. Like it's, it's hard to get the concept of something like when you find out about it as an adult, now you got to play catch up. Like, you know, it's just not going to be, it's harder if you're not a fan, you couldn't have watched this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so no, he can't work. He's got to put the matches together in the back. Like to me, that's what working is. Working is you can just go in there and do whatever with whoever and you can get by. That's what working is to me. Other people like Dave Meltzer think it means doing lots of moves. So yeah. I don't know where you fit on the spectrum of what working means to you, but like I know on one of the shows whole thing. I know on one of the shows I said I used an example of like Bobby Lashley can't work, and somebody in the chat was like, "I'm sorry, Vet Bobby Bobby Lashley absolutely can work," you know, and it's like, well, maybe by your definition he can, but not mine, you know, and that's no slight against Bobby Lashley. I love Bobby Lashley. If I was starting a promotion, I'd take him right now. Mm-hmm. That's not the that's not what I said. It's not an insult. It's just some people don't. That is a fact of life. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, say dummy, dummy. Yeah. So a guy like Boa, he's just too young in the business to know how to work, right? Just can't it. do it. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't be good. Uh, so here, to answer your question, it looks bad if you're looking at it on the surface of it. 
But if you go back even further, before when Boa was first coming in, unfortunately, the way they were using him was like as a punching bag for a lot of the females, like the Mercedes Martinez's and, and the Raquel Gonzalez would be like throwing him around, you know? And so this is consistent with how they've put him as a character. And now it's almost like even the commentary was trying to get this over a little bit like he's got to he's got to redeem himself somewhat. Right. So now he's like on the redemption path because he got his ass kicked by the ladies. And uh, this is his chance to... I said the same thing about... Um, you know, I kind of said the same thing about Reggie uh, because his first wrestling appearance was against Sasha Banks and she just beat him in a straight-up match. And it's like, okay, well, I guess if you plan on this guy wrestling dudes, then he's done because right. you buried him right out of the gate. And I felt the same way with Boa. It's like, okay, you're setting a precedent that women are just going to beat you up. What's up with the people's eyebrow, right? You all right? What? People's what? eyebrow? You what gave me it? the people's eyebrow just now. Oh, I just, I, I've been doing that way before The Rock even did it. Sure you have. Um, I, I have pictures. I'm doing sure. it now. Sure. I can so, do both eyes, can you? No, I can't. Well, I can only do that I one. I win. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I, I can only do that one. Um, so... Basically, what I'm saying is this him needing help is consistent with this character. I know you're way more interested in your own facial expressions than what I'm saying right now, so we can move on if you like. I just don't give a shit about Boa. Well, do you care about what I'm saying? Because you absolutely. But this is for the fans, for the people listening. All right. You haven't changed my mind. I said Boa Boa couldn't beat women, so why is he going to beat Drake Maverick without help? That was my point. But still, he's the, all right. So. See, in your in your mind, he came out and he looked cool, so you thought he should toast Drake Maverick, right? And he's bigger and he's more, he's yeah. stronger physically. And what I, and what I'm saying is, obviously, that don't mean shit because he got his ass kicked by Mercedes Martinez. So whatever. And where's she now? Fired. Yes. WWE does this, and they expect people to forget, to forget, and they're not going to forget. I didn't remember it because I, I wasn't around to see Boa. Yeah, you didn't see it originally. I didn't see it. So, again, if I'm a new, technically I'm a new watcher of NXT. You know, I've only been, how long have we been doing the show now? How many, like three months, maybe, if that, you and I? And that's how long I've been watching NXT now, I guess. Uh, and I look at Boa. He comes down with the fucking cool, you know, Mortal Kombat gimmick with a fucking demon, you know, knockoff of uh, Rosemary. Sitting there on, on on the throne, who is that? By the way, is that Zaya Lee? I don't who know. Who is it as? Who is it as a shoot? Like, who is she supposed to be? Like, what what is she supposed to be? Is she like a demon? Is she like a? Is that the boss? Like, I don't know. Mm, like, they they told this whole long story with a special kung fu panda style animation thing where, um, you know, they explain that she's a descendant of an ancient, uh, cursed person or some some shit like that. Oh, God. But, uh, but the, 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 yeah, well, this is where the unfortunate thing of you like coming in in the middle of it, like right when you and Ben started reviewing NXT, that's when they completely cut off the whole Tian Sha gimmick and had them off TV for the entire time. Then as soon as I come on in the host, they bring them back in and they start doing the gimmick again. So it's like they were waiting for me to come back and, and do it. But there was like this whole long story where, uh, this mysterious, uh, man, this mysterious old man kidnapped Zia Lee, fun, fun-loving, uh, 
good fresh baby face Xia oh, Li. I remember this. And then and then um and then they also kidnap Boa who is just kind of hanging out. Can I ask then, a question? Sure. Is it is it when they were getting like notes at the every time they lost a the match they would get like a note? Like saying, "Oh, you got to cut," and it was like written in Chinese or something like that. And, and they would yeah, they would get the, someone. Some guy would hand them an envelope with with a thing on it, or they mark their hand or whatever. So eventually, they got kidnapped and taken to some warehouse where they had Zaylia Zaylia beat Boa uh, with sticks and kick him and stuff nope. like that. And then, Andrew Cuomo was waiting there. Yeah, <laughs> come here, Chabella. Come here, Chabella. I'll teach you a lesson. How you doing? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then and then sort of like so we thought the the old man was like. The, the big figure there but it turned out that there was this other more mysterious figure even above the old man and that's who ended up being Mei Ying which is what we're seeing here yeah very mysterious mysterious like a late period does that work uh, yeah. Yeah. all right so we're about to hit the main event but just before that we have the culmination of this date and I gotta tell you something man this guy Dexter doesn't shut the fuck up but we don't see any of that Apparently he's hilarious. He's funny as fuck, man. And then, you know, they're gonna they're gonna get it's dessert time. She 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 eats like a horse. This young lady apparently, and it's dessert face time. Face like one too. A little bit. It's a little bit. Why the long face? <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so we we see this. Uh, we hear this uh, this waiter with a terrible. Terrible Italian accent, not not Let, Andrew. Let's Cuomo. be honest. It's, yeah, I was gonna say. Let's be honest. It's Governor Cuomo. <laughs> it's Governor Cuomo. It was Governor Cuomo serving him. No, it actually is Johnny Gargano with a terrible fucking mustache and a soul glow wig, which was it made me laugh. I'm sorry, it made me fucking laugh seeing him like this. And then you know he's like he has the, the cake for this. He's like, no, I'm taking the cake. It's my cake. There's something about Johnny Gargano that I just really fucking enjoy. Anything he does, I really like the guy. He's so fucking funny. He's a guy that even though he's tiny, his his personality is so big and he's so good at what he does. And his wife is fantastic, too. She's she's good, man. They're, they're both very entertaining people. And I think they can stick around for a long, long time if, if they want to. I, I believe that. But what did you think of this? Um, the finish of this man with the, the cake to the face and the, uh, the, the the hidden kiss where they cover this the, the camera? Oh, God. Uh, the working kiss. Uh, <sighs> no, we didn't even um, get a working kiss this yeah, time. Right, super work. Uh, I think um, take everything that you said about John Gargano. I'm the opposite. There, there it is. Oh, you don't like him? No, not never, not once, not for a second. May I ask why? Mm, well, because it all started back when he was in the DIY tag team, mm -hmm. and he yourself. started having. He started having the authors of Pain take clothesline bumps from him. That was his call? He's he's dead to me. Okay. All right. I still like him. I enjoy him. And that's the thing. Like like I always say, you know, me and Vet, we may not we may differ in opinion. You know, I have an opinion as a, a reporter or a fan or whatever the fuck you want to say. And the vet has the opinion from a worker's standpoint and also a person that's been trained by, if not the one of, if not the greatest trainer in pro wrestling history, Rip Rogers. So this is where you get a little bit of both sides here. That's what I love about this show. We may not agree. I like Johnny Gargano a lot, and that doesn't. So if you guys want to do, if you guys want to hit us up at Big Ray Show and at Opinion Haver on Twitter, let us know what you think. Do you like Johnny? Do you not like him? Cool. All right, we're going to go to the main event. We're going to play this little clip right here, and we're about to go home. Here we go. And I will press play.
It's about proving who's the best between Dragunov and Dunn. And finally, Dunn taking off his feet. Wow, what a return. Dragunov caught. Elliot Dragunov again. The joint manipulated himself. Hyper extending that right elbow. Dragunov right back in. A series of clotheslines countered again by Dunn. Dunn. Going around and around goes Dragunov. Constantine special. Worst possible moment for Ilya Dragunov. Here is his opponent, the TakeOver 36 NXT UK champ, the General Walter. All right, so I just wanted to kind of so during this match between uh Dragunov and Pete Dunn, which uh, look, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you this. Uh, it was a good match for me. Two guys beat the living shit out of each other. Um, Walter surprisingly shows up at nxt didn't expect to see him this soon i thought maybe the go-home show he would pop in but no he comes in and uh can you tell the people what happened at the end of this match after walter coming in and and if you if you could what did you think of this match uh what did happen walter did walter get in there and get a dq or something um i forget what the actual finish was because that didn't matter to me um what I what I remember about this was well. I'll tell you right now. Hold on, I'm watching it. I have to rewatch it because. Um, oh, they don't have so, it in the right up. Okay, no, no, I have it right here. Hold on. But the match is still underway. Dragonoff gets caught. Bader and Oda to the counter by Dragonoff. Oh. oh no, he hits him with the finish. He hits him with the bitter end. Okay. So the jaw of the bruise away. So it's the old classic. Okay. Play so this guy's music. He comes out. Get distracted. Him. He hits it, his. Yeah. He hits the kick, and then he goes to the rope to to hit his finisher, which is that jumping fucking flying burrito. And then um, what's his face? Uh, Gimmick Jones. Uh, Pete Dunn punches him in the face and knocks him out for the pin. Then Walter comes into the ring. If I'm remembering off memory, because he's yes, still playing this part. Yeah, he starts to beat Dragonov, and then Dragonov turns around and beats him up. But I didn't want to get there yet. Go ahead. Um. Well, the first, the first and foremost and most important thing about all of this is that they really want you to know that this match is brought to you by the Sonic Crave Cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. So go to your local Sonic right now and pick one up um, while you're listening to this. Like, if you have to pause, go to Sonic, get a cheeseburger, and then listen to me and Ray finish the show up it's and do that. burger, dude. Yeah. Um, so the match itself, like, just, just from bell to ending made no psychological sense. It's kind of what I was saying about earlier about Dragunov, where the stuff just happens. Mm-hmm. It's just It just weirdly happens, and there's no real story that you can follow based on what they're doing. Right. Um, it's just stuff happening back and forth. Uh, to a certain degree, that's all it really was. So I wasn't able to follow it as as far as, like, Okay, I see what they're going here. They're telling this story where he's trying to do this and that. I guess the story in general is that Dragunov is just really tough to put away, I guess. Yeah. Even though he gets put away here right before his big title match. So, but he he did look and, tough. And what and what match does Pete Dunn have coming up that he needs to look tough for? Exactly. Right. So so right off the bat, you beat the guy, mm-hmm. um, which could be a which could be like a hint. It is a, a booking hint. hint. It's like, they- oh, well, no one expects him to be Walter now that he's lost to Pete Dunn. So clearly Walter's got this one in the bag and then he'll upset Walter, right? But isn't it what they always say that that usually the, the person that's going to win or go over, as they say, usually they end up on their back or they take the pin or they take a loss before the big main event? 
Yeah. I think if you looked at it statistically, that would happen more often than not, but it's not a guarantee either. Right. Because sometimes they try to swerve the swerve. So, you know, whatever. But this this is my problem with the post-match, right? So Walter costs Dragunov the match, essentially, even though I don't think he actually does anything to him. He doesn't. He just stands there. Yeah, he just stands there being Walter. And then, uh, but then when he gets in the ring, Mm -hmm. now Pete Dunne's just got beat. Right. I mean, mean, uh, Dragunov got beat by Pete Dunne. Right. Okay. So Walter comes in and then Dragunov turns it up and just starts beating Walter's ass. So why is Walter taking any offense at all, let alone taking bumps? Because he took bumps for Dragunov. A fresh Walter comes in. I don't care if he's jet lagged or what. This guy just went through like a 15 minute match or whatever and lost with a finisher, not a roll up, a finisher. And then he gets up and kicks Walter's ass. Well, this happened a couple of times during the match, by the way, where Dragunov took some shit and would mm-hmm. and would just fucking hulk. This is what I was telling you, talking about earlier, that he would mm-hmm. take something like devastating, like a spike fucking DDT off the second rope, mm-hmm. and then he gets back up and yeah. hulks up. But anyway, but here, but the the justification you could have, as far as wrestling logic is, he's doing that to Pete Dunne, who he's also been damaging throughout the match. Right. So it's like they're both. Like, you know, look at look at it in terms of like uh, fighting games, you know, you both got your health meter and then the health meter slowly dissipates throughout the match. So when you're making your comeback, you're making your comeback on a weakened guy. Walter just came in. He shouldn't be selling nothing. He should have just fucked Dragunov up and left him laying, period. I don't want to see a hero because if you can beat Walter up, you should have beat up Pete Dunne. He's way smaller and he's been through the ringer just now so you should have beat his ass you should not save your kick ass and this is a this is this happens across the board in pro wrestling someone will get their ass kicked and then after the fact they'll come out and then that's when they have all the the toughness and that's when they start fighting back against sometimes multiple opponents you know like guys get in the ring to do a two three on one beat down to the guy that just lost and then he gets up and beats them all well if you're that tough you should have beat the one guy that you lost to that's just, I mean, I, don't, I defy anybody to try to explain that to me where okay. where I'm wrong. You ever play Black Belt, the video game? On Sega Master System? Yes. No, because nobody had one of those. I eh. had one. Eh. Ray I had, had a one. Sega Master System. Sure Let's all point did. and laugh at Ray. You know what? All right. You can't see this, but our listeners are pointing and laughing at you. Let's let's do Double Dragon. You play Double Dragon? Oh, yeah, Double Dragon, yeah. Okay, so Double Dragon, Jimmy... Okay, Jimmy would go through the entire fucking uh, thing, and then he would face one of those big, big uh, a bobo, bobo, and his health meter would be down, but he'd go over strong if you know how to play. So why is that impossible? <laughs> I think you're right, dude. Yeah, I try to, I try 100%. to play devil's advocate. And video games are video games. All right, real Mr. life is real life. Mister Vet, we've been on for almost two and a half hours. I mean. If, if if these people here at Realm don't think they got what they paid for, then I I really don't know what the fuck to say. But uh, with all that being said, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm you gonna never know you with question. people; they'll be like, "Ah, oh, too long." Yeah, right. You <laughs> I'm getting too much content. Too much. Let me ask you a question, my friend. Um, what did you think of this show overall? You know, in a lot of ways, uh, all the poor booking and dumb vignettes aside. In a lot of ways, this show kind of harkened back to, and maybe this is just coincidental, or maybe I'm reading something into it, but, you know, with all the talk about trying to get NXT back to back on track and back where they were before, 
this felt more like a show that was uh that they were doing before they went live two hours every week on usa when they were just taping shows and having like three four shows in the can and playing them out on uh on the wwe network this felt like one of those shows just twice as long um it, the where you notice where you got some matches just to get faces on the screen like uh the LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. They didn't just come out to do a thing with the Million Dollar Man. They gave LA Knight like a 45 second match first real quick to give him right. an excuse to be out there. Right. You know, they gave uh, Gigi Dolan a quick match just to get her out there. You know what I mean? So like they moved the pace of the show along really quickly and they gave reasons why people should have been on your screen. So in that sense, I felt like they got a lot more accomplished in this episode even if what they accomplished wasn't necessarily to our tastes you know like we weren't super huge fans of hit row and we were kind of divided on the 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 date stuff um and we agreed on some of the stuff like the uh you know the odyssey jones match you know another quick realistic sort of match um and they gave you a nice main event uh despite the finish so this felt more like old school NXT. And if we can keep doing that, um, hopefully the booking can fix itself. But um, the important thing is that they don't just have long matches that we don't care about. All right. Listen, guys, you're hearing it from a guy, a veteran of the business, a person that was trained by the, in my opinion, the best trainer in professional wrestling history rip rogers and that doesn't mean i just showed up and gave him some money for a couple weeks and then quit uh he knows who i am exactly just like he knows pops uh, uh benjamin or some of the other very very talented people that he has trained randy orton john cena dave batista the list goes on and on ted the trailer mcnailer <laughs> ted, ted the trailer mcnailer but let me tell you something brother if you want to maybe hit up jamie the vet where could they find you on social media, my friend? Where can they talk to you? Can they email you? Can they send you Skype calls, pictures of their junk? What do, what do they do? I prefer they not do that part, but they can find me on the social medias at Opinion Haver. That's going to work pretty much anywhere that has a social media. That could be um, that could be Twitter. That could be Instagram. That could be YouTube. If you were to look up my YouTube page, you may see like a playlist called Vetcasts, where all the appearances that I've made on Hameen Media Group are compiled in one playlist for you. So if you can't get enough of me for whatever reason, uh, you can just watch all my shows on all the appearances right there. Um, you might see me on Twitch uh, if I ever feel like streaming games or something like that. Opinion Haver works there too. So it's a fun game you can play. Try Opinion Haver on anything you want and see if I pop up or not. Will you be playing Black Belt on a Sega Master System on Twitch? It's a fucking great game, dude. Ooh, I'm going to need an emulator for that. Dude, so. it's a great game. I love that game. It's one of my favorite games of all time, Black Belt. It's actually, um, it's actually Fist. It was supposed to originally be Fist of the North Star, but they, you know, they Americanized it and turned it into Black Belt. It's a great game. So. Ah, yes, yes, Fist of the North Star. Um, I think uh, it'd be cool, you know, maybe I, I, I mentioned this on the impact attack, but we might have to start now with the with the big um, under the realm umbrella where we've got uh, the brand and we've got HMG. We might have to start a gamers division. Sure. Why not? You know? Why the fuck not? Dude, that sounds awesome. But listen, 
Guys, I think it'll be awesome if you guys can also follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Big Ray Hernandez. You can find me on Facebook. Can't find Jamie the Vet on Facebook. He's not on Facebook. But you can find me on Facebook at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez. Also, follow us on Facebook. Come join the group, Hameen Media Discussion Group. Not Hameen Media Group. Not Hameen Group. It's Hameen Media Discussion Group. Send me a request and I will approve you. I'm one of the mods there um, along with the other admins. I'm sorry, I'm an admin, not a mod. And anyway, um, yeah, and guys, he'll bring you into that world, but he'll take you out too. I so behave you, yourself. I will take you. He'll give you the Bill Cosby. I'll give you the Bill Cosby. Make you go cuckoo too. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. I say this every single week. I would do this for a living, but if I couldn't, I'd do it anyway. Why? Because I love talking wrestling. I love talking NXT. I love talking to you guys, and of course, I love talking to my partner, the man with the master plan, the main man, Jamie the Vet. Vet, say goodbye to the people, my friend. Goodbye to the people, my friend. Goodbye to the people. Listen, please tell your friends about us here. Tell your friends about all the awesome content Hami Media has. HMG, hashtag HMG on all your social media. Hey, come check us out here on the Realm Network, exclusively on the Realm Network, but maybe. They're already checking us out. Here they are. Hey, listen, guys, we may be going live on YouTube again, so we'll see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you here next week on your next level podcast Woo! i'm going to the top and i'm going to the moon Woo! Yeah! Woo! I'm going to- oh, that's too many bye guys